live from the bell tower standing up for all your freedoms and all your liberties and all the bullshit in between this is the break the bell podcast hello beautiful bell breakers glad to be back in the bell tower really welcome 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 we are back live i love this whole live setting even yes. though we don't get a lot of participation we will eventually i yeah. know i know we will we, we will. will get we will. that I just love the whole concept of being live, being able to just like reach out across the magic of yeah. the internet land and get still be able to get a message out there, even though there's a lot of pushback with some of the mes messages like what we are pushing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't get tons of pushback because we're still pretty small time, but um, we hear all the time of people that are peddling the same messages yeah. that are getting all the pushback, getting kicked off the social media platforms or getting um shamed through like social media comments and stuff like that so i'm glad that we still have this ability yeah. to do this it yeah. is still in our right to be able to do this mostly because people like us keep standing up for our rights absolutely and keep voicing like using our voices to promote free speech because as we say all the time as as soon as you stop mm -hmm. that's that's when it goes all yeah. away if you give it up but you're not getting it back yeah. even if you're like oh it's just for a little bit shoot yeah. we'll get it back a little bit later oh we'll just give it up in the name of uh covid safety yeah. we don't have to we'll let them just censor everything that we're saying because um we don't want the misinformation to get out there so let them Who censor the misinformation guess what anything can be deemed misinformation mm -hmm. if somebody thinks it should be yeah. so you think somebody on the other side of you is saying something wrong and they should be shut up well guess what it's going to turn right back around and you're going to be the one at some point that's going to be mm -hmm. the source of misinformation that's get getting censored anyway how you doing bill i'm doing well yeah doing well yeah. yeah i feel like i feel kind of worked up this week yeah like towards again i mean i feel like it's kind of everything that's going on is kind of re sparking the whole reason we started yeah. the shit well to i with. mean the 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 joint the address to to congress kind of got us both kind of going rile back up right? i mean we get to <clears> the point <throat> i i've never got to the point where i don't like doing this or i'm bored yeah. doing this but you get to the point where you're kind of like just in the groove of it yeah. getting comfortable right. with it but then you see shit like that and you yeah. it just reinvigorates the reason why we started right. this shit to yeah. be. and it's like you've got to be fucking kidding me yeah why is I mean I'm sure people are talking about it. it's like right. why are more people not pointing the, out the, the fact yeah the amount of bullshit that was in that that speech uh, I I just can't believe more people are not like enraged by it mm -hmm. well uh, record low numbers of people watched the thing yeah from what and, I've read. and that and to be honest that worries me yeah because if you ever want a window into an administration's soul watch their speech like that mm -hmm. right where they kind of lay out where they want to go in the future right right yeah and so and he did that very clearly mm -hmm. you know he very clearly laid it out he's not high again like during when he was running not hiding anything laying it all out right and so anybody who's like oh i didn't know that he that he was going to do that it's like he told you he was going to do it right and the interesting thing about biden is in this address, at least, he isn't like the typical politicians that kind of sugarcoat what they're going to right. do. Oh, we're not actually going to raise taxes on this. We're not actually, and then turn around and do it anyway. Yeah. He's not really playing that politician. He's playing hardball. Like, yeah. no, we're just going to fucking do it. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. This is what I said, and this is what we need to do. Yeah. And, then, I mean, he does it in his 
old man frail voice right. so yeah. everybody's like oh yeah, right. old uncle joe is yeah. saying kind of kind of like john odermatt said last week it's like he kind of uses that to his advantage he does yeah because if somebody like trump with his like more yeah. um enthusiastic more charismatic voice came out and was just like we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that yeah. and people would be like the fuck we are right right like you're yeah. you're, you're you said what yeah. but that, when it comes out in his voice right. it's like uh, oh. uncle uncle joel from scranton mm. you know come on man that just makes sense yeah you know yep. I mean, come on jack just listen to wise uncle joe yeah we're not here to talk about that speech we did cover it Quite a bit on the weekend wrap-up, which released yesterday. So go back and check out that episode. We did cover a little bit about our enrage over that stuff. And again, whether you like the guy or not, you need to watch it Mm -hmm. to keep yourself informed. Because, again, this is the direction they're going to go for. Yeah. And so him and and Jill and and, and, um, what's-her-face, Kamala and Douglas and and Pelosi. You know, they're just... My husband, Douglas. And you know she calls him Douglas, and he probably hates it. Every time she's like, Douglas! He's just (laughs) like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he definitely doesn't wear the pants in the relationship. And she probably belittles him at every party, like political party they go to. This is my husband, Douglas. He doesn't have a job right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's how it is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... Welcome, everyone. Before we get into it, we can't forget to mention our sponsor of Freedom, Coffee Lovin'. Run Your Mouth Coffee. They support free speech. It's probably the first coffee company I've ever heard of that support that it's their primary goal is to support free speech. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, they're going to sell coffee. Absolutely. Check them out. Their coffee is delicious. Um, it is Founded by John Odermatt, who we had on last week of the Lions of Liberty podcast, and Matt Pangy of the Homestead and Homeschools podcast, which I still have to look, check into that yeah, podcast. Yeah, I know. I do, too. I'm surprised I, I because, you know, we homeschool, mm-hmm. so that's something that uh, my wife would be all over. And we, we're all into, like, yeah. um, like self-sustainment and stuff like that, so it'd yeah. probably be a really interesting podcast. Check it out. Check out both their podcasts. Um, John's is Finding Freedom on the Lines of Liberty podcasts. And then his, uh, Ben's is, like I said, Homestead and Homeschools podcast. And check them out at rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, and you will get 10% off your purchase, yeah, plus free shipping. If you like coffee, you got to try it. You because do. it is good stuff. Especially like if you're into like the gourmet coffees, yeah, like right. Starbucks and stuff like that. Yeah. Check them out. If you like your Folgers, then you know it's it, it's it not might not for be you. for you. It's not for you. But no. <laughs> whoever likes for I don't think Folgers drinkers listen to us. I just don't. <laughs> I don't see no, us I don't having so that either. demographic. Of course, right now someone's like, oh, fuck. shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Check them out. Rymcoffee.com. If you like coffee as much as you like free speech. Drink their coffee. If you like free speech as much as I like coffee, check out RYM Coffee or Run Your Mouth Coffee at rym.com. rymcoffee.com or rym.com. Uh, rymcoffee.com. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I had a brain freeze. I've been it's saying okay. this for like two and a like, half months almost now. Almost automatically, like a reflex action. I know. And then it would be like muscle memory. It's by like now. when you go to like punch in like your security code mm. on your security system. When, yeah. you, when you're not thinking about it, you just p- dial it in. Yeah. But then when you like stop and think, it's just like. Uh, yeah. what's this again? Yep, like I said, check out rwampcoffee.com. There. See, it rolls right off the tongue if you're not thinking about it. When you <laughs> stop and think about it. Yeah. 
it disappears. Yeah. I have a lot of brain farts. So we are going to get into the show. This week, like I said, we are not talking about necessarily the State of the no. Union or the address to Congress, whatever they're referring to it as. Yeah. We are talking about um, the CDC came out with new guidelines over the last within the last week or so um, of whether or not you should wear masks after vaccinations, like right. the post-vaccination yeah. era. Yeah. And some of these guidelines that it came out with were just like that that gift from that what's that movie with Jennifer Aniston that's got like the whole, the fake family? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, Wait. with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, and there's like the redheaded kid. That's just like yeah, you guys. It's like you yeah. guys were wearing it's masks a, outdoors. <laughs> that's what it makes me think yeah. of. I can't remember it. I can't I, either. Man, can't we're not doing great. I know we're not. That's okay. Um, but yeah. Just when I see these guidelines, like now you can go run and walk and ride your bike without a mask. It's like, wait, yeah. you guys were wearing a mask for that shit? <laughs> I know. Huh. The, someone had po- posted a meme I thought was hilarious. It had a a guy standing outside his car and said, CDC now recommends wearing your seatbelt outside the car. And he's like walking d- down the street with the seatbelt just like around him. <laughs> I, I had seen I had seen a couple like that along those lines, too. The same meme, mm. just uh, a different things like that and i found it hilarious it, it it's so ridiculous yeah. yeah it's so funny we're gonna be talking about that we're gonna be talking about the cdc's backpedaling on their guidelines what their new standards are what joe biden says about these standards as well as other joe bidenisms um uh, we're also going to get into later on some of the crazy like what people are calling the like social norms that are developing yeah. because of this pandemic which right. i when you sent me this article, like talking about the social norms, I'm like, social norms are social experiment. Yeah, right. Because we're fucking yeah. with people. Right, absolutely. Like it's traumatizing the the things yeah. that we're doing to children, yeah. things that we're doing to like the elderly who don't yeah. have people in their lives to begin right. with. Yeah, it's it's traumatizing, yeah. and and all to what I see as to get people to just conform. Yeah, right. It's w- all. Wasn't there something that you posted or someone else uh, had posted about? Uh, Someone inventing something about uh, safely and and um, like cl- cleanse clean cleanly a clean way to blow, blow out candles, candles. A, on a birthday cake. Yeah, <laughs> and all it was was a fucking handheld fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. I'm less concerned about you blowing out the candles as I am of that like four year old that sticks his fingers <laughs> right, in the frosting yeah. after he's picked his nose yeah, right. or whatever. Yeah. Or an or old guy that's. St- I I haven't stopped. Blowing out like my no, kids from blowing no, out candles, no. and I maybe we're in the wrong. Maybe we're just I, in the wrong, yeah, Bill. I don't. Maybe we're possibly, just horrible possibly. people, which we I think we've already concluded we're assholes. Yes, in the show, yeah. but maybe we just need in this episode yeah. we're going to come to the realization that we hate grandmas and we're assholes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. that is what we're going to talk about <laughs> along those lines. It's going to be kind of a open ended discussion between yeah. us. There, I mean. We don't claim to be like fact finders or anything, no. but we're just going to basically give you some information yeah. of what people are saying and then kind yeah. of rant about it. Right. And again, we keep our we do keep our ear to the ground. We do keep our eyes on different articles and different studies and stuff that are going around. So we we're not experts, but we pay attention. We do we do do a little bit of due diligence and yeah. look into some of the shit. So we're going to get right into the intro video, and then we are going to. Just get right into it. So we'll get right back here in just a second. What did you say? 
You talking to me? What, what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What'd you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Uh, the, did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And here we go. You ready for this, Bill? Yes, I am ready to rock and roll. I'm always excited on Mondays. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a shitstorm from the time I get off work until the time yeah, I hit right. stream on here, just like making sure everything's in place and yeah. making sure we have all our notes together, especially when we get to like three o'clock on Monday and we're like, what are we talking about today? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we had an idea, but we just hadn't yeah. really, we haven't really thoughts. jumped into it just yet. So, I mean, like I said, there's just like a shit storm leading up to it. And then it's just like, once you hit stream, it's just like, <sighs> we're right. in our sanctuary. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Here we go. We can relax. We know what we got going on. Well, we don't really. Well, but, but, but we mostly do. And and, and yeah. some reason it just like flows. Yeah. Once yeah. we get to this place, it just flows. Mm-hmm. So I'm and not I like really it. worried about it. We've never been in a place where we're like, and um, 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 we have, we um, have when we weren't live streaming. Well, yeah, that's why right. we didn't start. Live but you had to, to yeah, live. you had to edit stuff out, and 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 mostly it's like, okay, I'm looking for this article. Why is this isn't pulling yep. up? Why isn't this pulling up? Yep. And now we just kind of now go, people and just have good. to see that stuff, <laughs> which is fine. I I saw a a post of um, somebody on my contacts Facebook contacts, and she was like, um, it's. I always appreciate, apparently she's a podcast editor, she's like, I always appreciate podcasters who have taken um, speech classes so I don't have to edit out all the ums and stuff. And she's like, you edit out all the ums? <laughs> yeah, right. Are we supposed to do that? Yeah. Because we'd be, I'd be doing a lot of editing. I, I think it was, <laughs> the, was the second or third one we did where I, I was like, it's come to my attention that I say you know a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's start a drinking game. Every time I say you know, go ahead and take yep. a shot. <laughs> mine, mine was... Uh, Stuff like that, or things like that, yeah. or something. I, I still yeah. say, I still catch myself. So, yeah. I don't care. I'm to the point where I just don't care. And to be honest, I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah, it's just how I talk. So, yeah. if you guys don't like it, if you want me to edit it out, call me up and volunteer to edit it out for me. Because <laughs> I don't got time for that. So, and I like just a free flow thing. Yeah. So, I don't want all this glitchiness of yeah. us editing all our ums no. out. no. Anyway, it is time to get into this episode. Um, The very first thing I wanted to point out was the CDC came out on April 12th. So this was before they released their, like, new guidelines for vaccinations, because that came out just, like, late last week. This one came out April 12th, and it's titled, The Benefits of Getting a COVID-19 Vaccine. It already sounds like pandering. It does, yeah. Oh, if you guys, and all these happy, fun things that you can experience from vaccines. Um, So this one came out. I found it. 
and then I found the current stuff. So I want to kind of see if Anything it still changed. lines up or if they've changed it. So these are the bullet points. It says, COVID-19 vaccination will help keep you from getting COVID-19. Well, dear God, I though? hope so. Does it, though? But I would hope so, because why else would you fucking get it? Well, yeah. I agree with that, but but I had seen an article just this weekend that said 500 people have been admitted to the hospital after getting the vaccine, but they were admitted because they have COVID. Mm. <laughs> Which 500 isn't really a big number, but still, it's oh, something no. that should be mentioned. Right. It's, a mention, it's an honorable mention, in the least. <laughs> it is an honorable mention. So, But the fact that they have to put on the very first bullet point yeah. is COVID-19 vaccination will help keep you from getting the thing that like, we're vaccinating duh. you from. <laughs> well, okay, then. That's no. like saying condoms will help prevent you from unwanted pregnancy. Only 99% effective. I understand though. that, not all. <laughs> but if you had to argue I guess whether or not condoms were effective. That's like the vaccine is only, what, 99% effective. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> so, so it says all COVID-19 vaccines currently available in the United States have been shown to be safe, safe, and effective. Doesn't say anything about all the no. the. The blood clots. The blood whatnot. clots are all the the outliers out there of uh, like problems. No, right. they different it's just strains. It's just shown to be safe. Yeah, and effective. All COVID nineteen vaccines that are in development are in development are being carefully evaluated in are clinical they? trials. Are they? Thank God. All the ones that are in development are in clinical trials. Yeah. The ones that are already out have not been <laughs> clinically tried. Probably this is the clinical <laughs> trial. <laughs> exactly. Good luck. Based on what we know about vaccines for other diseases and early data from the clinical trials, experts believe that getting a COVID-19 vaccine also helps keep you from getting seriously ill, even if you do get COVID-19. So we believe it helps you not get it. But if you do get it, it keeps you from getting seriously ill, even though 500 people went to the hospital right, with it. That's pretty seriously ill. Huh. Getting vaccinated yourself may also protect people around you, particularly people of increased risk for severe illness. But mm. they still haven't determined whether or not you can still carry right. COVID-19 after vaccination. Yeah. Because a lot of this stuff that I've read, they say it is unclear whether or not you can still carry it. So yeah. you're saying it can also protect people around you from increased risk? How? How will it if you can still possibly be right. a carrier? And they don't have a fucking clue if you no. can still be a carrier. So how does it protect? They haven't tested it enough. Yeah. So, But how, how do they throw out something like, it could probably help other people around you yeah. from getting it? But no. Maybe. No. Possibly. Yeah. No, it's no. all just we'll a big see. bunch of maybes. Yeah. Getting vaccinated yourself may also protect... Oh, I read that one. Experts continue to conduct studies to learn more about how COVID-19 may reduce spread of the virus that causes COVID-19. Why I, is that a benefit of getting the vaccine? It's not. It's just saying, uh, we still don't know. Oh, gotcha. That, that's basically I what thought that was one of the but benefits. But it is under the benefits. Yeah. But it's basically, eh, we don't know. Once you're fully vaccinated, you can start doing more. Ooh, they're going to let you do my that? Favorite. Yeah, they're going to allow wow. us. Thank you. After you're fully vaccinated, you may be able to start doing some things that you stopped doing because of the pandemic. Did you stop doing anything? No. Me neither. No, That's I didn't, funny. actually. Um, for example, you can gather indoors without masks with other people who are fully vaccinated. I think we've done that, except for with people that were not fully vaccinated. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have, but they're they're saying we're allowed to. Oh, okay. So we are okay. criminals. Wow. 
We are still learning how vaccines will affect the spread of COVID-19. This is what I was talking about. Until we know more about how vaccines will affect the spread. In other words, we have no clue. We have no idea. So then scroll up to where it says getting vaccinated may protect people around you. But down here, we don't know. Until we know more, people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 should keep taking precautions in public places like wearing masks, staying six feet apart, avoiding crowds and poorly ventilated spaces, and washing your hands often. You shouldn't have to put washing your hands often right. at the end of this, regardless, because that's something people but, just but should be doing. I, I, I have seen people at gas stations and restaurants not washing their hands. Well, that's always been a thing, but it I shouldn't know. have taken I a know. pandemic to that. get people to start. <laughs> oh, it says COVID-19 vaccination is a safer way to help build protection. Safer than what? I don't know. COVID-19 vaccination will be an important tool to help stop the pandemic. Well, I think that was the whole point. Oh, I see people blaming all kinds of things. Like, well, if people don't get this vaccine, then then we're just going to have this pandemic forever. I've seen that. I like this bullet point. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Like, we Mostly. got we to point this out. Yeah. We understand some people may be concerned about getting vaccinated now that COVID-19 vaccines are available in the U.S., While more COVID-19 vaccines are being developed as quickly as possible, routine processes and procedures may remain in place to ensure the safety of any vaccine that is authorized or approved for use. But we're developing them as quickly as possible. So that's kind of counterintuitive when it takes how many years for a drug to be... Oh, I mean, how many cancer drugs are out there that they still haven't approved? Right, or marijuana. Right. None of the COVID-19 vaccines can make you sick with COVID-19, so none That's of them. Good. That's a bonus. That is, but I have my doubts. Yeah? Because I've heard of plenty of people that felt like shit, maybe not yeah. get COVID-19, but felt like shit after getting, like, yeah. the second, especially, specifically the that. second yeah, one. Yeah, they, they call it the, uh, the, the, the vaccine, or the, um, the COVID uh, hangover shot. Yeah. Is what I've heard it called. Okay, so you won't get COVID, but you'll get You'll sick. feel like a hang- you have a hangover. None of the vaccine contains live virus that cause COVID-19. So I guess that's a plus because I've taken live virus uh, mm-hmm. flu sh- flu vaccines before in the military, and they make you feel like death for like two days. Yeah. And it just like introduces the flu into your body, and mm-hmm. then your body builds up its own immune system, which I think would probably be a smarter or right. more beneficial way to vaccinate against something is causing your body to right. build up its own tolerance against yeah. it instead of fucking around with your RNA right. or whatever they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So th- this was all I, just from, like I said, April 12th. So this is a, a, almost a month ago, okay, about three weeks ago. But I had the new like things that came out this week regarding the rules and stuff. So it seems like it's probably pretty similar, but they just came out and kind of yeah, reassured us or made the statement, made it actually official. So this one says the CDC, this is from CNN, CDC issues new outdoor mask guidance for fully vaccinated people. And I'm going to hate this because it's CNN. Of course. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention on Tuesday issued new guidance on outdoor mask use for fully vaccinated Americans. Fully vaccinated people can now unmask at small outdoor gatherings. Ooh. Guess what, Bill? You don't have to wear your mask to outdoor gatherings anymore. If I get vaccinated. If you, uh, Yeah, that's true. But you do still have to wear your mask. (laughs) I do. (laughs) 
or when dining outside with friends from multiple households. The CDC is telling unvaccinated people that they still need to wear a mask at such gatherings. Thank Mm. you for dictating that. If you are fully vaccinated and want to attend a small outdoor gathering with people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated or dine at an outdoor restaurant with friends, from multiple households, the science shows. I like how they always have to yeah, throw the in there. The science. The science shows. Yes, the science. Listen to the science. Science shows if you are vaccinated, you can do so safely unmasked. Hmm. Uh, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said during a virtual White House briefing on Tuesday. So somebody's not vaccinated, otherwise it wouldn't have to be virtual. Yeah. <laughs> but life will not return completely to normal oh, of course. for fully vaccinated people. Don't get your hopes up. Life is never going to fully return to normal no. until you just decide life needs to return to normal. Yeah. Until you've made the decision, you're going to return I'm de- to normal. I'm going to not ride a bike with a mask on. Yeah. I'm not going to go out hiking with a mask on because yeah. there's no science I'm that shows not that not going to go swimming with a mask on. <laughs> no. There's no science you there's no science that's going to show I promise you. And I'm not a one to like make scientific claims because I don't want lawsuits. I don't want, I'm not a scientist. Like we say, we're not the experts. No. I promise you there is zero evidence that hiking outside without a mask on is increasing your risk of getting COVID. I I guarantee it 100%. I will give you everything in my bank account right now, which is not very much (laughs) if you prove me wrong. There is nothing to show, no science that's going to show. Didn't they prove that squirrels can carry COVID? Did they? I thought they did. Huh, I didn't hear that one. Uh, so we you could be hiking, one. come across a rogue squir- squirrel, and I'm more boom. concerned about the freaking rabies or something <laughs> right. from a squirrel. There's no way you're going to tell me that if I'm out hiking in the woods and I happen to pass by a person that happens to have COVID, my chances are more likely of getting it. Right. If I'm not wearing a mask. No, no, because uh, you're outside. The wind is blowing. Fresh air. Fresh air is like one of the best ways to prevent illness. Yeah. It doesn't matter the illness. Fresh air. Uh, The Federal Health Agency says even if you've been vaccinated, you should avoid large indoor gatherings. The CDC did not define how many people would be in a large gathering. So just... Yeah, you can do small gatherings, but not large gatherings. But we're not going to specify right. which Let's, one. Yeah, but the agency's website describes large gatherings as bringing together many people from multiple households in a private or public space. For the fully vaccinated who do not choose to attend a crowded outdoor event, such as, or who do choose to attend a crowded outdoor event, such as live performances, parades, or sporting events, wearing a mask is still recommended. Ugh. Generally, for vaccinated people, outdoor activities without a mask are safe. Or, you should say, generally, for people, outdoor activities without a mask are safe. However, we continue to recommend masking in crowded outdoor settings and venues, such as packed stadiums and concerts, where there is decreased ability to maintain physical distance and where many unvaccinated people may also be present. We will continue to recommend this until widespread vaccination is achieved. CDC advises both vaccinated and unvaccinated people still wear masks in indoor public spaces, such as the mall, movie theaters, or museums. All right. So it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You cannot go to Walmart without a mask. Which is interesting to me that even though you're vaccinated, 
high chance that you're not going to pick it up because you are vaccinated. High chance you're not going to get really sick because you are vaccinated. But you still have to wear a mask around a bunch of non-vaccinated for what reason? Yeah, right. Because they don't know whether or not you can carry it or not. Right. But you can meet in groups of, like, small groups without masks. So you could transmit it that way. I I just don't understand the logic here. Yeah, there there is no logic. Break it down for me. Please help (laughs) me understand this, Bill. Because they still want to control you. You know, they still want to be able to, to tell you what you can and can't do. So, like you said... This is this is Coca Cola Classic. Yeah, as your analogy went several months ago. This has actually been exactly one year ago because I yeah. saw it pop up today or yesterday on my Facebook. My uh, new Coke analogy. Really? Yeah, wow. it's the anniversary it of is. your new Coke analogy. Yeah. If you all Did don't know, know my, would have got I, you something. I know. You would have got me a Coke, right? Probably. <laughs> if you all haven't heard it, I've said it a couple times, especially early on in the show. This is what this whole scenario, the new normal, reminded me of. Because remember, they haven't used the phrase new normal. I think it became a taboo thing because people started pushing yeah. back. We don't Nobody want that shit. Yeah, yeah. The it new was... normal is, if you don't remember, if you're not old enough to remember, I'm not actually old enough, but I I read stuff. So I, I've heard of this. Um, Coke used to be made with real sugar. It also, way back, used to be made with cocaine. But mm, that's, no, that's besides that's the point. Golden age. Yes. Coke used to be made with new sh- with real sugar, and then all of a sudden, Coke decided to rebrand and reform, have a new formula. They called it New Coke, and everybody hated it. It was yeah. horrible. It was disgusting. It was so far different from the original Coke. So supposedly, Coke was like, you know what? We're, we've heard your voices. We're going to bring back Coca-Cola Classic. That's where the phrase Coca-Cola Classic comes from. So they bring back Coca-Cola Classic. However, what people didn't realize was they changed it from real sugar to corn uh, corn syrup. Right. So they didn't bring back Coke, but people don't realize it because they changed it so shitty, made such a shitty product, that when they brought it back, they brought it back with all the changes they wanted to to begin with. They just wanted to change it from real sugar to modified corn syrup. Without people making a fuss, so they made them make a huge fuss and then brought it back to what they wanted. And that's what I see the new normal as. Yeah. They, they take your rights, strip all your rights away for with this pandemic, which mm-hmm. now it's been, for some states, it's been well over a year now that they've been yeah. had a, a lot of these regulations. And then when they bring back your normal, they just take out all the rights they wanted to take out to begin with. The, the new, new normal. normal. Yes. So... That's what this is. The, yeah. You're never going to go back to normal unless yeah. you just take it back yourself. Yeah. You're you're going to well, and I think what Oregon actually mandated masks like permanently, didn't they? Uh, one one state did. I, I can't. I remember. thought it was Oregon did. So you know, so again, it's the new normal to go if you're in an indoor place, going to a movie theater, going to shopping, to the mall, whatever. You got to wear a mask. Yep. Disney World, you're going to have to wear a mask. Yeah, and I know California said early early on, probably back in like July, they're like, "This new normal is just going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going away." Yeah. And it's just like social distancing, you know. And and again, washing your hands that should just that should have always been the normal. Right. So if you're right. if you're like, "Damn, I gotta wash my hands now," you have bigger problems. Yes. But but masks, 
That's here to stay. Yeah. Vaccinated or not vaccinated, they want you to wear your mask. In public, yeah, you're going to be wearing masks. And if not, then you're a heathen. You are a heathen. So this goes on to say, changes motivated by science. Walensky said on Tuesday that the CDC was motivated to update its guidance for fully vaccinated people after seeing a rise in the number of vaccinated people in the U.S. in the fall of rates of COVID-19 cases. What they don't point out are the facts that the states like Texas Texas or Florida, I think, yep. that dropped their mask yeah. mandates and saw a decrease yeah. in COVID-19. Severe Remember decrease. when they were like, well, we can't yeah. jump to conclusions yeah. right now. Because Fauci, Fauci it, yeah. came out, actually, and was like, I, I have no... Ex- I have no explanation. For I have that. no. I have no explanation, but um, we can't jump to conclusions because just because we're seeing a downward trend doesn't mean it's not going to spike yeah. back up. They're not saying this with this vaccination yeah. stuff. They're like, we're seeing a down downward trend here. Yeah. Where's him coming out and be like, whoa, whoa, don't jump to conclusions because yeah. that could jump back up as yeah. quickly as it went down. No, because it doesn't follow their narrative. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow their narrative. Yeah. They're not going to report on well, it. And Biden's still coming out, and Biden's still saying that, well, we're not sure if we're really going to be able to open all the schools come fall or not yet because of COVID. We're, yeah, we're just not sure. We don't know, is yeah. basically. And so basically he's waiting on the teachers' unions to write him a nice fat check oh, saying, I'm sure. no, we're going to stay closed another year. Yeah, yep. So it goes on to say there's increasing data that suggests that most of transmission is happening indoors rather than outdoors. Less than 10% of documented transmission in many studies have occurred outdoors. That's not talking vaccinated or at all. That's talking period. Yeah. Less than 10% of transmission, not infections, not hospitalizations. Less than 10% of transmissions have occurred outdoors. Yeah. This is weird to me. It says, we also know that there's almost 20-fold increase of transmission in indoor settings than outdoor. How does that make sense? Because 10% times 20-fold equals 200%. So (laughs) those numbers don't really add up. No, not at all. So it's hard to follow the science when their numbers aren't adding up. So 20 times the risk of transmission indoors than outdoors. There's 20 times the risk. But 10% of that happens outside than inside. Yeah. Right. No sense. But I don't try to do their math because their science doesn't make sense. That coupled with the fact that we now have 37% of people over the age of 18 fully vaccinated, and the fact that our case rates are now starting to come down, motivate our change in guidance. As more people get vaccinated and as case rates continue to come down, we will come up with further updates. Okay. So yeah. they're just going to play it by ear, is what yeah. they're saying. What do you think? Again, you know, it's a control thing. You know, they they're they're going to keep pushing the envelope. You know, and it's going to get to the point. I promise you. I promise you, it's going to get to the point where they're going to say that um, it looks like there's been a sudden influx of the uh, the Brazilian strain, uh-huh. and they're going to do another lockdown. Oh, I, yeah, I, I just know they are. It's and got it. And masks, again, they're just going to keep pushing that narrative. Um, you were talking about uh, what the Cardinals talking about doing, like, a fully... Um, full stadiums. Full stadiums, right? I, I woke up... To, I think I woke up to that, or I was dreaming. I'm hoping it was real. <laughs> I never... Well, um, I, the Steelers are coming to play around the area, and I really want to go see the games. Mm-hmm. And, but I can see them mandating masks and maybe even want vaccine uh, 
passport, passport to prove yeah. I can get in. I yeah. mean, I. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they say they're opening full capacity, but I. Is that going to require right. vaccines? Right. Yeah. What's that going to require? Like, well, if you're if you're vaccinated and, and you have your mask, yeah, you can come watch the game. You know, and but again, the CDC is dictating this. We know that they, the CDC is taken is being lobbied by the teachers unions mm-hmm. to say who else is lobbying them to say what they want them to say, right? right. Is the mask companies right? <laughs> say, um, let's say that they still need to ma- wear mask. Here's here's your check, right? So the CDC came out with this graphic here, and they, they look so happy. With- they do. So this is. What you should go by, this this graphic right here, if you're listening, go look up the, just like Google CDC's um, outdoor guidelines and, and, and just and click images. And, and keep it on your up. phone because this looks like stuff that's really important that you'll need to know yeah, forever. You, you got to know this stuff. And w- yeah. maybe we should have yeah. this. Oh, that'd be, yeah. And that way, if you're going into a situation you're not sure, you can look at your phone and be like, ooh, I should put a mask on for yep. this. So if you look here, it says choosing safer activities. You got unvaxxed people on one side and fully vaxxed people on the other side, and a list of your activities. And there is the green zone, the yellow zone, and the red zone. So you can picture what that is. Uh, the green zone is safe. Yellow zones, meh. Red zones, no. <laughs> the not fully safe. vaccinated people, they they got all green. Fully vaccinated are all green down the board, but they do require masks. Like yeah, but they still <clears> have green. So mask plus vaccination means you can do whatever you want. This is interesting to me because it says the first one is walk, run, or bike outdoors with members of your household. Fully vaccinated, no mask, green. Unvaccinated, no mask, green. Hmm. Doesn't that go against what like, yeah. these people are saying? It's like once you uh, are vaccinated, you can enjoy going outside and doing outdoor yeah. activities without masking. According to this graphic here, you should be able to anyway. Well, but that's only with members of your household, not with other people. But it, it's walking, running, and biking outdoors. You don't think you're going to bump into yeah, somebody I, outdoors? Because these are some of the things, but, like, we'll get into this. Yeah. Like, some articles are saying, it's nice to go outside. It's so nice out. And people want to ride their bikes again without masks on and not have to worry. According to this, you can do that, which yeah. we were doing it anyway. Um, number two is attend a small outdoor gathering with fully vaccinated friends and family. So if you're unvaccinated, you can attend an outdoor gathering with fully vaccinated. Oh, good. I wonder how that'll make the fully vaccinated family feel. (laughs) Apparently fully vaccinated people can not wear a mask there too. Well, that's good. Attend a small outdoor gathering with vaccinated and unvaccinated people. If you're unvaccinated, you should wear a mask. Hmm. But if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to. Again, that that, that comes to whether or not you can be a carrier, like why they don't want you going into large groups because you could possibly potentially be a carrier right. still and yeah. you could take it back to grandma. Right. So it doesn't make sense here that even at a small outdoor gathering, you got unvaccinated people. But I guess they are wearing a mask, so they're not going to. But in the up one, it says attend a small outdoor gathering with fully vaccinated family and friends. Okay, the unvaccinated person doesn't have a mask. The next one down says fully vaccinated and unvaccinated people. So it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it so so shouldn't the unvaccinated person wear a mask regardless? Right. 
or being non-applicable because it says fully vaccinated and well, if everybody else is vaccinated except for that one except person, except that one person, he doesn't have to wear a mask. That doesn't make sense. No, it makes my brain bleed. Dine at an outdoor restaurant with friends from multiple households. From multiple households, if it's fully vaccinated people, you're green and you don't have to wear a mask. But if you're not vaccinated, it's yellow, which is less safe, it says, and you must wear a mask to now, dine outdoor restaurant with friends from If you're houses. unvaccinated and you're dining at an outdoor restaurant with friends from multiple households, do you think you really care about being vaccinated? <laughs> no, because you wouldn't be there to begin with. Or or you're not getting the vaccine anyways because you think it's a bunch of horse shit. Oh, uh, nobody anyways. thinks that. <laughs> the least safe... The red zone for unvaccinated people is attend a crowded outdoor event like a live performance parade or sports event. That's when it says you must be fully vac- fully vaccinated, should still wear a mask, and it's least safe red zone for unvaccinated, but you should still wear a mask. What good is the mask? I don't know. So then it goes on to indoor activities like visit a barber, go to a crowded indoor shopping center, ride public transport. Attend a small indoor gathering with fully vaccinated and unvaccinated people from multiple households. Wait, then indoor. goes into movie theaters, worship services, so indoor you, chorus. So if you're not vaccinated, you it's should red. not go to church. No, you shouldn't. At all. Because it's the least safe. It's the red zone. Yes. But if you are, you need to wear a mask. But all of these indoor activities. Singing an indoor chorus. That's pretty specific. Yeah, singing. What is that? Like less than 1% of the population does that. Right. Who does that? <laughs> but singing, remember, singing spreads. Remember when they came out with church yeah, guidelines, right, they right. said, they had to don't sing, like, sing. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, don't sing because it could spread it. So, and then participate in an indoor high-intensity exercise class. Don't do it if you're not vaccinated. Do not yeah, do it. Don't. It's red. Who huh. does that? Um, but, again, all these indoor activities... Involved, the even the vaccinated people are yes. wearing masks. But well, if you're green. vaccinated, you can do it. But they're green, right. but they have to wear a mask. Yeah. But if you're not vaccinated, don't do it at all. What do graphics like this, what do you think it does to a society? Uh, I think it, it it splits them. Yeah. Now you're right. going to be... You got the fully vaccinated people, which are the good, healthy, smart people, yeah. and the unvaccinated people, which are probably the uneducated... We're all green people. zone. Look look at us in our yeah. vaccines. We're green oh. zone across the board. Oh, you're a greenie. Yeah. You can come in. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oops. Ooh. I'm not sure. Wait. Let yeah. me pull out my graphic here, my yeah. card. Mm. Uh, you're in the red zone. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have a mask? Okay. We'll have to put you back in the back with the other non-vaxxed people. Do you people. think it will lead to that? Like, almost like a oh, class I, I system? Do. I bet system? you it does. You I think can so? see that. Yes. Where, like, if... If you don't have yeah. this stamp or or this yeah. passport, you either a can't come in or yeah. b you gotta you got your own separate seating. I, I think in some states, yeah. I mean, you have some states like well Iowa, who you know the governor passed a uh, you know a, a, a ban on uh, vaccine passports, mm-hmm. but you have other states like say California or New York where vaccine passports they're going to become law. I mean, they're that's something you're going to have to have. And someone can come and be like, uh, do you have your papers? And be like, ah, I forgot them. Okay, I'm going to need you to um, come with me then. We're going to have to get you quarantined. What are the chances? What What does the, the market for um, black market vaccine <laughs> paperwork look like? Pretty good, actually. And I'm, I'm actually thinking maybe we need to get it on the ground floor of this. Develop like an <laughs> app that looks like. Yeah. Be um, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, officer. Your oh. name is Janice 
Sweeney? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Papa Giorgio. Everything <laughs> looks good. <laughs> Your name is Mick Lovin. Oh, all right. Uh, uh, again, I, I just see, and we're going to get into this more, just like the social divide is just yeah. going to increase. It is. Drastically with, with things like yeah. this. And well, I mean, think about it. I mean, like, okay, um, you know, you'll have your your in the airplane. You know, you'll have your vaccinated section, your unvaccinated section, probably separated by some kind of plastic thing. They'll unload the vaxers first, and then they'll unzip the thing, let the unvaxed out. Um, you know, restaurants will have their vaxed and non-vaxed section. I mean, it's it's going to be really bad. What about shipwrecks? Who gets the lifeboats? Is it the only vaccinated? Well, I guess well, the only people going on the cruise ships is going to be the vaccinated. Right. But yeah. Still. Oh, I'm sure the yeah the cruise ships with all the horror stories they've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you won't be able to get on a cruise ship without being vaccinated. One of the the guidelines, and I I couldn't find it in this article. I know it's there. I just didn't want to waste my time reading through the whole article again. It talks about how you're allowed to do outdoor activities in sports without masks again. What about pro sports? Right. Because they haven't been wearing masks the entire right. freaking time that they're on the field. Yeah. So it's been okay for them for over a year now right. to play sports without masks. But now it's just like, well, if you yeah. get vaccinated, don't worry. You can play sports yeah. again without a mask. Right. It's like that that just shows the divide between the elite and the normal commoners. Right. And if you come at me and say, well, those people were all vaccinated already, right. that's even more horseshit because that's saying they had priority to get their vaccinations mm-hmm. before all the normal people oh, did. Absolutely. Well, you know they did. I know they did, too. But it's horseshit to say no, I know that yeah. a professional multi-billionaire sports player has yeah. more right to a vaccine I mean, than a re- normal remember person. Remember at the beginning of all this, there was uh, the hubbub about uh, – how uh, the rich and the elite were were able to they were had more accessibility to tests uh-huh. than people that oh yeah they're testing like oh you yeah know they're testing oh, every yeah. freaking game absolutely and, and and they're like uh, oh and, and Gavin Newsom and I mean that was his excuse for going out to eat well we've all been tested okay so well, why don't we have access to these right, tests exactly. so we can go out to eat right. no and you're not giving us the right to go out to eat even if we have been right. tested exactly because none of these guidelines say hey if you've tested yeah. negative you're fine but and that, you're in the clear that was the start of this elitist part of it mm-hmm. the elites the rich they had easy access to test quick turnaround but if you're not right and, and even if my uh, my um my sister took her son to the hospital because he was having some respiratory issues their question, well, has he been exposed to anyone with COVID? No. Okay. They didn't even test for COVID at that point. They tested for everything else, but because they didn't think he'd been exposed, they didn't even test for COVID. So it's like... That's changed drastically. Right. Well, they were holding the test so close to the vest at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so far and few that, I mean, it was an arm and a leg just to get tested. Right. Like, if you called in, they'd be like, well... Um, you should probably just quarantine. Yeah, right. So can I come and get to... No, just just quarantine yeah. for 14 days. Yeah. Oh, fucking great. What if I don't have it at all? So anytime I have the sniffles, no. I'm just supposed to quarantine? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, you are. But yeah, it just pisses me off that they're allowing us to go back to outdoor sports events when... Yeah. And, and that pissed... I think we got pissed off... About high school events last year, yeah. how high school events were all getting canceled. Yeah. It's just like, look at all the fucking pro sports well, events that are still going and, on. And it didn't make sense because, uh, well, stuff like... Uh, college uh, and pro was allowed, right? right I remember. Right. Yeah, college and pro were allowed, but not high school. Not middle school and high school yeah. or, or what whatnot. It's just like, yeah. 
What so, but, like what science backs that? Yeah, right. Where, well, the 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 stupid rule about uh, with wrestlers in high school. Oh, they could wrestle, but they couldn't shake hands afterwards. But you can roll around in spandex, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sweating on each other's faces yeah. with ass in their face. Yeah, for twenty minutes, but yes. you can't shake hands. No, that makes no sense. And it, it makes no sense when um, I'm watching baseball and they're playing. Without mask on, but then as soon as the coach or the manager has to come out to talk oh, to them, yeah. they all mask up. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, yeah, with, with football, when they're out playing, no masks, standing on the sideline, must have a mask. They were fined $100,000 if they didn't have a mask. Mm-hmm. None of it makes sense. And the whole separation, and we're going to get into this more in the second half, because we have several stuff about mm-hmm. the whole elitism of va- the vaccination passports and, like, the creation of segregation and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it just enrages me, though, just the whole um, double standard. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. oh, no, don't worry, we, we'll allow this for you yeah. if you right. get vaccinated. Well, I mean, it goes back to Biden's, you know, his, his 4th of July. I have some of that stuff, too. Don't worry. All right, all right. We're gonna, uh, I will hold off on that then. That's and, actually next. Okay. The next thing I had was Biden, his remarks about these new CDC guidelines and um, him pushing the mask guidance as a reason why all Americans should get vaccinated. So this what? is the reason, not, not to prevent, right, coronavirus from happening. What was the article you sent? It was a while ago, and, and or maybe it was your brother, and it was um, they were guilting kids, like oh. Um, you know, I I, I, I I feel really bad that I'm afraid I'm gonna kill grandma or something or um so I I need to uh oh gosh. It was something about like um not wearing masks or, or, or keeping social distancing from grandparents mm-hmm. and so they were afraid they were gonna kill grandma. Yeah, and I, I mean remember, but and it but it was like it pissed me off. It's like the psychological damage. Yes. Yes. This- How many kids uh, I mean and, and and this goes so um so my wife is is very big not into not masking. Okay. And um and she is a homeschooler and she meets with other parents who also homeschool and are also not big into masks. And they they she works for a church in a rural community, which the parents are not big on masks at all in a rural community. Mm-hmm. However, their kids force the, the parents to wear masks because the kids are told that they're wrong if they don't wear a mask. So they're afraid to be seen without a mask in public. And they start shaming their parents. They shame the parents. And so Where's the parents... That, what does that remind you of? We did a whole episode on it. Absolutely. 1984. 1984. Like kids turning in their parents yeah. for not following not the rules. A mask. For not yeah. following Could you the imagine rules? a kid goes in for a physical at school and be like, so does your parents wear masks? Oh, no, they don't really like masks. Um, you know, so... Um, they don't really wear them unless uh, they're at, they're just at school. Yeah, they're being brainwashed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, the psychological damage of it—that's more stuff I want to get into the second half. The whole like shift of so right. the whole social experiment that this has become. Yeah. But back to Biden um, saying that this is the reason why is a reason why that Americans should get vaccinated. It says President Joe Biden on Tuesday, urged all eligible Americans to get vaccinated against coronavirus. Notice he says he urged all eligible Americans, saying that the new guidance from the CDC 
Um, easing certain restrictions for fully vaccinated individuals is a great incentive for Americans to roll up their sleeves. The bottom line is clear. If you're vaccinated, you come on, man. If you're vaccinated, you can do more things more safely, both outdoors as well as indoors. So for those who haven't gotten their vaccination yet, especially if you're younger or thinking you don't need it, this is another great reason to get vaccinated now. But what it says is eligible Americans. So what he's saying is the rest of you, fuck off, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> because he's saying this is a reason to go get your vaccinations, guys. It's like saying dangling that carrot in front. It's just like, yeah. we'll loosen these restrictions if you just do what you're told. Yeah. And statements like this just piss me off more. It's just like, you know, if you if you want things to go back to normal, just do as you're told. Right. Yeah. Just go get the yeah. damn shot. Roll up your sleeve, as yeah. he said, and, and you'll be able to do more things. We'll give you more responsibilities. <clears throat> yep. Says um, this talks more about the whole. Um, the stuff that we just talked about, the CDC's new guidelines. But it says, uh, Biden says, we're back to the place now as long as you get, we're back to that place now as long as you get vaccinated. So go get the shot. It's never been easier. And once you're fully vaccinated, you can go without a mask when you're outside and away from big crowds. Um, Saki, our favorite, Circleback Saki, says, one of the president's priorities is ensuring people understand who are vaccinated out there who are contemplating whether they should get vaccinated, what the benefits are. We're at the stage now where we have enough supply. We want to convey to people what the benefits are, and these are some of the benefits. It, it's just, I, I, I find it gross when they, like, use this, like, you know, you just, I mean, just do what you're told, and you can, you can have but this there's back. there's people that buy into it. Oh, absolutely. There's so many people I've seen on Facebook People I would not have expected, customers of ours that I've talked to, and they're like, finally vaccinated, been been locked in the house for a year, mm-hmm. can't wait to go out to eat. It's like, are you serious? You haven't done jack shit in a year? I read a guy on Facebook, and we talked about him before. He was the guy that said that it, during the, the storm that knocked our power out for a week, if the power, he was going to completely lose it if the power doesn't. He, I mean, he's posting this shit on Facebook, so clearly <laughs> yeah. shit's not right. that bad for him. That he's going to have a mental breakdown if the power doesn't come back on. That's how strong-minded of a person this guy yeah. is. He can't go four or five days without power. But he had posted, he's like, just went back to the office for the first time in a year. He's been working from home for a year. There are people that have not left their homes in a fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about quality of life. I think oh, yeah. the quality, the decrease in quality of life will kill you long before oh, yeah. this freaking Absolutely. virus will. People are saying, oh, yeah, well, we haven't seen our kids in, in since before the lockdown. It's like, really? What do you think that does for your kids? Yeah. We just lost our stream. Oh. Well, that's too bad. Well, it shows it's still streaming, but it says it disconnected, and now it says it's reconnected. So hopefully you're all still out there. Let's see what the comments said. Uh, we got Justin. He's one of my favorites. He says, excited to be here at the beginning of an episode. The opening track sounds so different from when it was played at two and a half times the speed. Justin, I don't know why you're playing at it two. <laughs> oh, he probably listened to our show at two, two and a half times the speed because we have long episodes. And I apologize uh... for that. But yes, it's good to have you, Justin. I haven't heard from you in quite a while. I'm glad that you're still listening. But... um. Hopefully our stream is still going. It looks like it's still going. It says excellent connection, so hopefully we didn't get dropped out okay. for very long there. Um, anyway, 
back to what we were talking about, people like isolating themselves for a yeah. year, isolating themselves from their grandparents or kids for a year. Yeah. I want to know what the suicide rates oh, are over the, the last year. I'm sure. I want to know. Or the drug use or the alcohol yeah. abuse or or what have you. Because people that people were not made to be disconnected from society. Yeah. Yeah. We are a a societal like species like we we thrive off of it. Yeah. I know when I sit at home for too many days by myself, things go south pretty fast. Right. Yeah. I'm not and I don't consider myself a depressed person, but things yeah. you let your brain take over, you start yeah. eating it starts eating away at it's like stuff that shouldn't be an issue becomes an issue because yeah. You don't have those people in your life that are saying Dude, fucking snap out of it. Right. It's not that bad. Yeah. But people that think it's that bad, that have shut themselves off for a year, I I seriously want to know what the suicide and alcohol and drug abuse rates are from yeah. that. But now, don't worry. That's another benefit of getting vaccinated. You don't have to be a, a depressed suicidal maniac anymore. Right. Yeah. You can go out and enjoy life again yeah. because the government said so. Yeah. Thank you, government. You can attend your Alcoholics Anonymous now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how those went. You know, like, were they virtual or did they yeah. still meet they up? They probably didn't know. do it at all. I don't know. Which, again, <laughs> it's 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 sad. It is. Like, I I just, I know from experience with, like, grandparents dying like mm-hmm. when one spouse dies the other one's health dramatically oh, decreases yeah. immediately yeah like there are uh, i've read stories of uh an old elderly spouse dying and like within a day the other one oh, dies yeah. Yeah. just because it's just like everything in my life just is done what yeah. I, what else do i have to hang on right. for what about like what do they have to hang on for when they've gone a full year yeah Without this, unless you're like my grandpa, and apparently you start dating lots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that, but that's socializing. That's right. getting out right. there. Yeah. I mean, right. that's that's well, that's yeah. a step. And and typically, I, I've known the people I've known that have, you know, it's yeah, exactly. It's their they have a church community, they have some kind of group that they're tied into that keeps them plugged in, and it's the people like you said that are isolated that are out in and out there locked in their basements watching reruns of Hogan's Heroes that they don't they don't go too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean when my grandpa was up there in in age, he always hiked, uh, he could barely walk. He had canes, he was dragging his feet with his canes or a walker or something, but he would still walk his way down his basement steps, steep ass wooden basement steps to work on jigsaw puzzles. He did it Forever, yeah. as long as I remember, he's done jigsaw puzzles. Well, at one point in his last couple of years, the last year of life, his kids, my my dad and his and his siblings, said, "Look, you you can't keep doing this. You're gonna fall, and then you're gonna break something, and you're probably gonna die." My response to that was, "Dude, the guy's like yeah. 90 years old. Right. I yeah. mean, as much as I don't want to see him die, it's like this is the one thing he yeah. has in his life. Yeah. You take that away, who knows how long well, he's going to live anyway. My dad's response, I mean, my dad's a huge hunter, you know, and and he loves being out in the woods, and, and my sisters were concerned. You know, they're like, well, you know, what happens if you're out in the woods and, and you know, something happens mm-hmm. and you die? My dad's response was, I died doing what that, I love. That's where I want to be. If I'm yeah. going to go, I want to be in the woods. Ah, I died doing what I love. Exactly. And, and God bless them. I'm, I'm there with them. Taking all that shit away from them in this yeah. last year. And there's a few things 
that are psychologically damaging that, yeah. again, I want to cover in the second half right. regarding not only children but the elderly, too. Yeah. That's just like, this but, is freaking insane. But if I'm in my 70s, 80s, especially if I'm in a rest home, it's like, no, I, I want to see my family. I'd I, be one of those guys, like, escaping. The oh, I would be, be, too. Like, I, I would be going over the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one more thing about Biden that he mentioned in the last week or so is he's warning that if we don't all get vaccinated or if we don't get vaccinated, he's going to cancel your 4th of July. You talked about this. and yeah. Well, this he, is one thing both of you and I heard and we were a little pissed about. I just laughed at it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice try. Yeah. It says, remember when President Biden suggested we may be able to get together in small groups for Independence Day? Well, he may be changing his mind. <laughs> this is from the New York Post. It says, President Biden on Wednesday warned Americans... So on Wednesday, this came out, I think, this week. So it must have been last Wednesday. President Biden on Wednesday warned Americans they may have to cancel small outdoor gatherings on the 4th of July if there's a slowdown of vaccinations. So if you don't do what you're told, I'm going to take this from you. So as we said before, he was saying, do what you're told and you can have this Mm -hmm. carrot. You can go outside and enjoy outdoor activities. On the flip side, he's saying, don't do what you're told. I'm going to take more shit from you. Yeah. It's like a parent over you. Right. And that's right. not. No. That's but, not what the government was supposed to be. No. And, and that's why we, we rebelled from King George mm-hmm. is because of that kind of shit. It says more than 51% of American adults have received at least one vaccine dose, according to CDC data, indicating the herd immunity and pandemic and is near. I I I find it interesting when they talk about hey we got to reach like what seventy one percent to hit yeah. herd immunity but then they're also pushing for everyone to get vaccinated yeah. once we hit herd immunity does it even matter right yeah well there was an article that just popped I'm just looking for it right now that said that they don't expect the United States to ever hit herd immunity really yeah it says Biden warned while you're looking for that this says Biden warned to celebrate our independence from this virus on July fourth <laughs> can you believe we went there yeah. He's, like, tying July 4th now to independence from COVID. (laughs) That's funny. With family and friends in small groups, we still have more to do in the months of May and June. We all need to mask up until the number of cases go down, until everyone has a chance to get their shot. So that was last week, but then he flipped on that with the CDC and said, well, you don't necessarily have to mask up. Yeah. Here's an article here. FDA is going to authorize the COVID-19 vaccine for children 12 to 15 next week. I saw that. So that one bothers me most because it's like get the vaccine if you're the most susceptible. Children, yeah. whatever, 12 to 15 are like the least susceptible. But let's stick them in the arm anyway just in case. Right. It, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what your views are on vaccines. No, I, I mean. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I have a problem with this. Here it is. Here's the article. I have a problem with this vaccine because it. I feel like, number one, it hasn't been fully tested long term with other conditions. It hasn't even like been CDC approved. Right. It just has like an emergency authorization. Right. Number two, it, it alters your RNA, mm-hmm. right? And number three, something that no one has talked about, the president of Pfizer came out and said, you're going to need a third shot within six months and then probably a, a, another shot annually. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. That's gene therapy. They're altering your RNA on an annual ba- basis, yeah, so that your 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 genes are gonna they're gonna change and they're gonna take those traits. What are they manipulating them to be? Yeah, and and 
they say that it's these this manipulation is going to to go out and hunt down coronaviruses. Okay, there what hasn't been I... enough testing. What if the the human body needs some kind of coronavirus right. to maintain some kind of stability? Right? They're going to turn everybody into fucking zombies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like your body was made to produce so much of lots of things. Yeah. And when you put too much artificial in that, yes. it stops producing that stuff. It's like if you take too much testosterone, right. your body stops yeah. producing testosterone. Right. Therefore, you'll have to forever indefinitely yeah. take testosterone. So everybody's going to be hooked on this. They're going to need this or else they're going to get deathly sick and die. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't surprise me at all. That's uh, So they're creating a bunch of drug addicts. Here it is. Um, reaching herd immunity is unlikely in the U.S., experts now believe. Early in the pandemic, when vaccines for the coronavirus were still just a glimmer on the horizon, the term herd immunity came to signify the end game, uh, the point when enough Americans would be protected. Now, more than half of adults in the United States have been inoculated with at least one dose of a vaccine, but daily vaccination rates are slipping. And there is widespread consensus among scientists and public health experts that the herd immunity threshold is not attainable, at least not in the foreseeable future and perhaps not ever. Instead, they are coming to the conclusion that rather than making a long-promised exit, the virus will most likely become a manageable threat that will continue to circulate in the United States for years to come, still causing hospitalizations and deaths, for, but in much smaller numbers. How much smaller and uncertain and depends on how much of the nation and the world becomes vaccinated. Guilt trip. And how the coronavirus evolves. It is already clear, however, that the virus is changing too quickly, new variants are spreading too easily, and vaccination is proceeding too slowly for herd immunity to be within reach anytime soon. So it's basically saying, this isn't going away, guys. Yep. This is the long term. Yep. Years and years and years. Strap in. Well, I had read a thing, and I don't have the article here, but it was saying that vaccines will be fully available to children by early 2022. Yeah. So another year of this before... Um, what they're saying, well, you can uh, go back to normal once everybody, once you're vaccinated. Well, children aren't going to be vaccinated. And I want to, mm. I have a couple things talking about that. There's articles that's like, well, what if you're vaccinated, but your child's not vaccinated? Then mm. how do we proceed with, right. um, with gatherings, with multiple families or single families or whatever? How do we proceed with that? And it's saying, well, not until 2022. So what you're saying is, Children can't go back to normal for at oh, least right. another year, year and a half. But didn't all the studies come out and say that not only were kids not susceptible to coronavirus, that they weren't carriers? Yeah. So then why the hell do they need a vaccination? Why the hell haven't they been able to go see grandma? <laughs> exactly. Because, because they said so. Exactly. It's the rules. Follow the rules. Do get your vaccination. Let them alter your RNA. You're good to go. It's that because I said so mentality. Yeah. It's like, well, it's it's what the science. It's yeah. it's the science. Yeah. The science. Well, and, and, is it though? And, and it's going to get to the. We'll get to that later. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep wanting to jump ahead. That's all right. Um, I had one more thing uh, involving this masking or not masking outdoors. Um, this is a, uh, in a opinion piece on fortune.com talking about if you're skeptical of outdoor masking now now that the cdc is saying hey um we might not have to if you're skeptical of whether or not it's needed he said congratulations on catching up to reality because he's been skeptical of whether or not we should yeah the entire time which we have too yeah. and because of what i said earlier it's just like 
There is no evidence yeah. saying that you're going to catch it outside. Um, so this guy says, hang on, let me pause this video. Yeah, it's just playing in the background. Says the mainstream consensus on COVID-19 masking practices is shifting dramatically. You got more and more people pushing back. Like you said, the school here in town, I, I think you said it. No, man, my, my wife said it right before you got here that there were protests outside of the school district oh, really? here today oh, wow. saying we don't want our kids wearing masks anymore. Yeah. There's a lot more pushback. Well, there was uh, over the weekend, remember, I talked about the um, the parents that took over the uh, – no, no, I was showing that to Jen. Parents that took over the school board. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and elected new leadership because they didn't want masks anymore for yeah. the kids. Well, the school board wouldn't let them in because yeah. they're saying, well, they were getting out of hand. Yeah. And there's – Plenty of footage of yeah. them being peaceful and, and, and stuff. And, and they're then like, they call the police, and the police show up, and they say, we don't see a problem here. Yeah, they're not being unruly, yeah. nothing. But they were afraid because of the big gathering mm. of people. They just don't want people pushing back is yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's not they're afraid of the gathering of people, so mm. we had to shut this down. No, they shut them out because they were pushing back. Yeah. And, yeah, they the parents showed up, and they said, we don't like this, so the school board yeah. left. Yeah. And so they were just like, well, looks like we need a new school board. And in that particular state, it was Arizona, the governor had lifted the mask mandate. It was just that one school district refused to lift their mask mandate. So, yeah, the parents took over Mm -hmm. and were like, you know what, there's no school board here. It's um, in their city or something like laws that they can do this somehow. Somehow this is legal. They basically voted in a new school board and unanimously said no more masks. That's America. Whether or not it's going it's going to be binding, who knows, because yeah. of the way America is now. But that's how America should work. Yeah. The people should be able to be like, we don't like what you're doing. We're you're you're gone. We voted you in. We can we're getting rid of you. Mm-hmm. So this guy says the facts about COVID-19 that are suddenly grabbing eyeballs among center left media have been understood by epidemiologists since nearly the beginning of the pandemic. Moreover, I strongly suspect that the year spent studiously ignoring those facts has done genuine harm to Americans' faith in public health authorities and maybe even in science more broadly. So he's basically saying the fact that they're ignoring this point that specifically here that being outdoors really doesn't really – you shouldn't need a mask outdoors. The fact that they're ignoring that and still pushing this is causing people to lose faith in – all of it, yeah. all together. It's like, well, you're wrong about this. Why would we trust you on this? Well, and it goes, and that's the thing. I mean, you and I and many other people, same thing. It goes completely against all common sense. It goes yes. everything you learn about in freaking biology 101 about the human immune system. Right. And it, it, you're just expected to to throw that aside because Dr. Fauci says so. Right. Yeah. You know? Because one man or one group of people said, no. I mean, it doesn't matter how many thousands of scientists say, I don't agree with yeah. this. And, and I've heard several people say, why in all this are they not talking about strengthening the immune system? Because it's like cancer. Right. They're not going to ever find a cure for cancer right. because there's money in cancer treatment. Right. Yeah. Not cancer cure, man. Right. Cancer treatment, because right. then you're just going to constantly fork out money for the treatment. It's the same with this. Why would we build your immune system? Because... You don't have to pay money for your immune yeah. system. Well, it's just the opposite. I mean, wearing masks, staying indoors, that's going to wreak havoc on your immune yeah, system. It's a freaking Petri dish. It is. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, back during, they always compare this to like the plague 
back in right. like what 1919 Spanish I think. flu yeah the way because they didn't have modern medicine one of their treatments was hiking the beds outside and leaving them outside for like eight hours a day so the the fresh air would yeah. <laughs> revitalize their immune system yeah. but there's not common sense here no says way back in May 2020 I report reported on the origins of the six-foot rule for social distancing Though it wasn't the focus of the piece, the clear ep epidemiological consensus, even at the time, was that there was n nearly no logical, scientific, or empirical basis for the idea that outdoor coronavirus transmission was a serious risk. Again, there's, there's no proof of it. That's yeah. why I say, I bet you everything I own, you can't find something that says that there's science supporting yeah. this says the debunking of the outdoor masking, to be clear, has nothing to do with rising vaccination rates. So he's saying this has nothing to do with vaccines. Like the CDC is saying, well, vaccines are going up so we can uh, bring down this whole outdoor mask thing. He's saying um, it's marginally impactful and highly situational. So really, it really doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just yeah. the fact that, again, common sense dictates this isn't a problem. Yeah, We shouldn't be dealing with this. Says here are the facts. SARS CoV 2 transmission occurs when you inhale a concentrated, uh, a concentration of exhaled active virus, like when you're staying in a petri dish for years on end. If you're moving, you're not hanging out in those viral clouds long enough to get a dangerous dose, and even the mildest outdoor movement disperses them rapidly. You'd have to work really hard to catch COVID 19 outside, it says. By, for instance, having a long, unmasked conversation while standing a foot or two away from an infected person. And that's just, and that's not new information. Says Slate's observation that briefly passing someone on the sidewalk just isn't risky was right there nearly the whole time. So it's just science that's being ignored. So they, they keep mm -hmm. saying, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. Right. There's science right in front of their faces yeah. that we're just blatantly it's ignoring. The science they choose to push. And it all comes back to this social experiment. It's like, yeah. how can we make them do what we want them yeah. to do? Yep. Compliance. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, well, and it's been going on basically that since day one. It's like, yeah. the CDC changed the rules on this. It's like, what? Yeah. Where'd that come right. from? Yeah. Or it just came out, what, like two or three weeks ago? Uh, COVID on surfaces really isn't a thing. Right. Like oh, yeah. all the sanitizing surfaces, that's not a thing. It's yeah. like, yeah. since what, where'd this Re come yeah. from? Re remember when we went through the list? It was like, okay, on, on wood surfaces, it lasted 10 hours. Yeah. On metal surfaces, it was four hours. Cardboard, and, yeah. it was about, because they were afraid of packages. Because right. on cardboard, it oh, survived yeah. for like weeks. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, COVID transmission on surfaces not a thing. isn't a thing. It's just airborne. It's yeah. like, so what told you that it last? Where did you get all these yeah. numbers from a year ago? Yeah, it's just made up. Yeah, and that's why, like this guy says, it, things like that are what make us skeptical. Mm -hmm. When you come out and say these things, yeah. when you're constantly moving the line, it's really hard to trust your yeah. opinion of where the line is. But we are about ready for our break. We're due for one. Um, we're going to take about five minutes. We're going to come back, and I again, I want to talk more about the psychological damage this has done. The whole, um, you had some stuff about like how the whole vaccination passports can lead to like more segregation. Right. Yeah. Um, talking about like old elderly people damage. We've already hit on it yeah. a lot, and then yeah. child damage. Yeah. 
We hit on it a lot, but yeah. uh, we have more stuff to talk about yeah. about it. The so. elitist pushing. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's... Which again, I'll probably get pissed off at that as much yeah. as I did about the whole <laughs> sports thing. Right. Because again, sport uh, elite sports players are allowed to do this, yeah. but we're not because we don't pay a lot, get paid right. a lot of money. Yeah. Who right. knows? We're gonna come back and we're gonna take probably, like I said, five minute break. Um, to to regather our thoughts, let you guys kind of regurgitate stuff. I am gonna post a Zoom link for you guys to comment. Again, I I understand that there's going to be lots of opinions about this topic in particular. I want to hear them for you. If you think we're idiots for thinking this whole stuff is nonsense, let us know. If you agree with us, let us know. Call in. Um, let us know. Post a comment in the comment section because that's what it's there for. Um, otherwise, we're just going to be right back in just a few minutes. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. All right, everybody, we are back, and we have our first call-in for the night. This is Justin. Justin, how is it going? Hey, good to be back. How you guys doing? Good, good. Justin. How are you, man? Uh, I'm actually doing wonderful. Uh, you mentioned you haven't heard from me in a while. Sorry about being a little quiet in the forum, but um, I actually got married three weeks ago, so I've been... Oh, oh nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. We had a wedding went great and then did a little honeymoon out in the Maldives and that was Oh nice. That was wonderful, man. Yeah. Now settling back into things, catching up on the podcast backlog. Still haven't completed it yet, but you know. That's all I'll right. get there soon enough. <laughs> well, you are one of our like early on first listeners. So you are one of our loyal loyal fans. So uh, it's always good to hear from you. Um um like I said, I haven't talked to you in a while though. I don't have you called into the show even I can't remember if you called into any of our bonus stuff or anything before. I think I called in once yeah, to once uh, talk about Middle Eastern politics. That's right. That's right. I, yeah, I, it's been it's a blur between this and my brother's podcast. The system is down, <laughs> so I can't remember when I've talked to you. So, Justin, you've been listening since the beginning of this episode. We're talking about the um, <clears throat> CDC guidelines, the vaccine, um, the the 
mask rollbacks and all that stuff. Uh, you got anything to really add to that or your thoughts about what we've been saying or anything in general? Yeah, no, uh, things seem to be opening up in, in my state. Um, you know, they, there's still all the talking about people getting the vaccine. I know plenty of people, I mean, my parents got the vaccine and I mean, my parents are on the older side. So I, I think I understand that perspective a little bit, but it, when it comes to you, you were talking about cultural changes, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether or not it's an experiment or social engineering or whatever, right. I will say that, uh, it is pretty incredible. Um, I was walking with my wife the other day and we were walking outside and I realized, wow, they did this in less than one year. Mm -hmm. It right. took one year to make this big of yeah. a change in our culture with the mask wearing, with the people avoiding one another, yeah. with the glaring of the eyes, with the, the, the lack of trust. Because mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to. It yeah. seems like the, the social fabric, the, the trust between you know, one another is, is even worse now if you don't you know, follow yeah. a certain set of rules. Are, and, uh, are you a, I, I mean, are you, are you a mask wearer? Do you, I don't know what your mask laws are there. Are, um, do you wear masks in public in places that don't require it or does every, everywhere require it now? So I think the outdoors, I don't think they ever mandated it. Um, I wore it and, you know, just, to, I wasn't going to cause trouble. You know, I'm out with my wife. I'm going to focus on taking care of my family. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to, you know, make any trouble. Um, Recently, I've, I've been not wearing it outdoors just because most people haven't. And again, I'm not convinced that outdoor mask wearing does anything. Yeah. You know, there's, there's that fine line of we, we follow what the rest of society does. But at the same time, you know, you've got to have your limits. Yeah. And then when right. it comes to indoors, you know, I'm, I'm going to, again, I err on the side of caution. I'm not trying to go make a, make a mm -hmm. fuss for people who are just trying to do their job. You know, I'm just happy that businesses is open and I'm, I get to go do things. Right. So, um, you know, that's just that's just my my tactic. I'll, I'll talk about my opinions. I'll, I'll gladly give them. But mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, I'm not I'm not interested in causing trouble for other people. You know, that's right. that's where I where I end right there. And yeah. I, I understand that, like, for the most part, most places I just naturally wear one. in just because of that reason, I right. I, I don't want to. I, I just don't want to have a, a bullshit argument, and I'm just running in for like two or three minutes anywhere. Right. It's it's not that big a deal. But there are times that I lose a mask or forget yeah. to, like I'll ride my motorcycle and forget to grab a mask. So I'll run into a gas station really quick to like pick up a, a drink or something without one. And I mean, you'll get the looks and stuff, and you feel that like, in, right. in that shame almost I'm just like well I hope somebody doesn't call me out on this even though I I firmly stand against this the, the whole bullshit of it like I I don't think it's really yeah. doing what they think it's doing but you still they they've um kind of manufactured us to have mm. this feeling of like I'm doing something wrong right now right. shame you, you know yeah, yeah. right that when you you when you walk inside and you're not wearing the mask it's just like well I hope uh, you just almost walk in with your head down like right. Like you're doing something wrong, that whole shame yeah. thing, and it, it, like then I get outside, I'm just like, well, that was bullshit that I even felt that. Right. Yeah. Well, there, there's one thing I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I do, and I, I remind anyone I'm around that I, I do my best to not normalize this. You know, if, if I'm in my car, I'm like, I'm not wearing my mask. No, oh, hell no. What the hell no. is this? But, but it's like I think people don't think I must wear my mask in my car. It's just they're wearing their mask outside. Mm. They get in their car and they don't even think to take it off. It's just. Yeah. 
yep, that's part of my attire now. Yeah. And that's where I'm yeah. like, nah, man, that mask goes off the moment I get in the car yep. because I'm consistently aware of the fact that I'm wearing this for this time, right. for the purposes of what's happening in the world today. It is not going to become the norm. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping every small step of the way, you know, it, it was mm -hmm. funny. Uh, we had to go to the post office today, took a beautiful weather out, like very happy, nice walk. 90% of people not wearing masks, but when you get to the post office, you got to wear a mask to go there. Mm -hmm. And when we were going inside, I saw a couple, couple guys outside the post office, one guy with a mask, one guy without a mask. And the guy without a mask, I, I think he, he forgot his or something. And the, the post office worker wouldn't let him come in. Really? And I, we, we, we locked eyes and I saw a smirk on him. And I think he saw, you know, like, you know, my eyes. And I think we understood what we were both being like, oh, come on. What is this? Yeah. So it's just like small little victories like that, little things like that make me realize that, you know, most people, I think most people are at their line with what they're willing to go through. I, I can't see the states that are opening up really locking down again. No. And again, you got Texas and Florida. No, I have not heard a response to that yet. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Right. No, it, it's true. But they're not going to, they're not going to publicize those results because no. it doesn't follow their narrative and they, they're scratching their heads of why mm -hmm. this is working or it's not really causing an increase or anything like that because this isn't following our narrative. So they're right. not going to report on it at all. Our state never really, well, at least where we are now, the city we're in, never actually had outdoor mask no, policy. Right. So we've never worn masks outside at yeah. all. So the second I walk out the doors of a store, yeah. that thing is off. Right. And I make sure, yeah, my mask is off as soon as I step out, foot outdoors. Yeah, or I'm taking it off as I'm walking out and, the door. And actually, if I go into a store that doesn't have any signs saying required mask, I don't wear a mask. Yeah. Yet. So. Yeah, and they're, they're getting to be more and more around here. Yeah. So we are in Iowa, though, which is a little bit looser on their, their policies. In most places, there are some cities that are more liberal that um, – yeah, like Iowa further. City, thirty minutes south. Yeah, mandated masks outside. I mean, it's it's full blown mask. Yeah, and again, it doesn't follow any of the science. Do you uh, did you hear what we were saying about? Do you think, like Biden's statements, like this is just another reason to get vaccines? What do you think about that? Do you think it's like him just dangling a carrot, saying do what you're told and you'll get? Um, <laughs> The government will give you back these things, or do you think it's just him saying, "Guys, we just all, we're all in this together." You know, it's it's uh it's interesting with Biden because any other any other politician saying that, I'd say the former immediately. Mm -hmm. But with Biden, it's that fine line where you know you can't tell. This is guy actually, you know, does he believe in it? Is this what he is? Is this? It's like, come on, man, let's get the vaccine. <laughs> we'll get through this together, and that could be the end. Like yeah. that could literally be it. There could be nothing else beyond that sentence. I, so I, I don't have a good answer to that because honestly, I think it's it's one way or the other. It could be 50-50. Yeah. I yeah. do think uh, that comment does remind me of that. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, talked about it or maybe played that news report with that uh, that one woman. Uh, I don't know if she was a doctor or something where they were talking about how these states are opening up so they don't have that uh, that carrot to dangle ahead to get people vaccinated to get their freedoms back. You know, and they were right. talking about that. Oh, the, the the state is what grants you your freedoms, and if all these states are doing returning the freedoms to the people, they can't mm -hmm. use that as a means to get the vaccine back. Like that exact language, and yeah. I don't even think these people hear themselves speak when they talk that way. Mm -hmm. And then I guess that just shows the the mindset of a good portion of the population that you know the freedoms are gifted right. yeah. by the state, yeah. yeah, not you know inherent or or you know well, there. It's mm -hmm. it's like 
Biden said in his um, address to Congress, we the people means the government. The government has these rights, and then they gift it down to the rest of us. So that the, the, the government is the people is the biggest bait and switch of political theory by the powerful elite in the last 200 years. I've, yeah, because, I've never heard anybody say that before. That blew my mind. Yeah, and it's actually it – is, it is an old saying. I, I've definitely heard uh, references to that. 10 20 years ago really i think it's become more and more popularized but if you think about it if you, you you're in a monarchy it's easy to be like oh the the king he's the issue that's the problem he's, he's illegitimate because he's there for you know god or god made him that way or whatever but in democracy in theory technically craig you could be president so mm-hmm. really we're all in this together it's all the same like we are right. we consent through our voting to have these individuals do whatever they want to us so we are the government and then that's just man the half the people believe it and the other half Mm -hmm. know that other people believe it yeah yep (laughs) yep and we happen to be that other half so (laughs) justin have you been getting any uh any pressure to get the vaccines at all uh yeah at at my job there's there's talks about it i'm nothing not mandated by the job mind you i mean just my, my colleagues just saying that oh we're getting i'm getting my second dose and you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I would say that if a couple of my colleagues have gotten the vaccine and they're talking about the awful side effects that they're feeling. I'm feeling sick today. I have to take off today, hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Just, yeah. You, you didn't get COVID and now you're taking off work because you got the thing <laughs> right. to stop the thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. And I, I should state for the record, you know, if you're in that risk age group, and again, as I said, right. my parents, they're old. Like I have old parents, older than yeah. most people my age. I I understand why they are gonna probably take mm-hmm. the 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 risks of the vaccine. Oh, probably are better than the risks of actually catching COVID yeah. for for their age group. But you know, if you're in your twenties, you know right. what what are you doing? Yeah, right. Well, I think there's more like personal pressure coming from family than people are actually mm-hmm. feeling from like the CDC or the Dr. Fauci's and stuff because. Um, you hear people that their family is like, well, if you, I mean, we're not going to do Christmas if you're not going to get vaccinated. Right. Or, um, well, I, I'd really like to see the grandkids again, but you guys aren't vaccinated. So, right. and I think that's going to influence people more to go who yeah. are less likely to be influenced by the bullshit of the government to go out and have yeah. that carrot dangled in front of them. The people that are like, no, they're not going to tell me what to do. But then it comes down from their family. Yeah. They're like, you know what? I, I really should go get vaccinated. Yeah. And that's what you were talking about, like kids. Right. Like yeah. being With, pressured to influence right. their parents. Don't, don't kill grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to come from the yeah, bottom I, up. I, I'm, I'm grateful that, that that has not been the case for me or any of my friends or my family. Yeah. You know, I, I would say I know quite a few people that my family that's vaccinated, many that aren't. Um, I know a lot of friends who are vaccinated, some who aren't. And it just maybe it's just the crowd that I keep or the people that I know, and both my, my side and my wife's side. It's sort of live and let live. You know, the yeah. people that don't want to deal with the risks, they, they actually just stay home and they don't. Yeah tend to cause trouble so that you know that's how i always felt you know yeah i know that is good my my wife she was very anti-vaccine and um and her mom has cancer and her parents kind of said look if you want to spend tiny time with your mom you you need to get vaccinated and so she ended up getting vaccinated and she was very much Oof. against it she oh was... yeah she was very much against it and but she did it for her mom you know so that they would stop pressuring her and her sister and brother were calling her telling her she needed to get it and 
And I, I just said, you know, I'm, I'm, that's great. I mean, I, I feel bad you had to do that, but that was your decision. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And if that means I can't come to Christmas, then I so guess, be it. I guess I'll stay home. Yeah, uh, that is well, that's I, rough, man. Well, I think <laughs> that I really do think that's the tactic, though, is convince people to convince their own mm-hmm. that they have to do this for their safety, and yeah. that's that's how they're going to um, push this more. It's not going to be these like marketing campaigns by the CDC or whatever. It's going to be your kids yeah. coming home from school saying, "We got to get vaccinated, or right. we're going to all die." Or right. Or the parents saying, if you want to see mom before she passes away, right. you need to get vaccinated. And I, I think that's very manipulative. I, I, it's very gross and disgusting way yeah. of, of influence. But that's, I mean, that's an age-old tactic right. is what it is. And, yeah. and the, the, the frustrating thing about this situation is due to the, the nature of the vaccine, exactly how it's different than other vaccines and the speed at which it was developed and pushed out, you're straddling that fine line of being considered, um, and, and I'm speaking in the, in the mainstream sense, an anti-vaxxer for being questioning the COVID right. vaccine. Now, I want to state for the record, you know, I'm, I have a rather conspiratorial mind and I like playing those games, but I'm actually not sold on the vaccine conspiracy at all. Mm-hmm. I was vaccinated multiple, with multiple vaccines growing up. I, I don't believe I have autism or any side effects of anything of that nature. Or maybe you do, and that's why. Maybe you do. That's why you're pushing yeah, back. I'll, I'll probably vaccinate our children. And I mean, after doing research, but that's the same thing for if I'm going to go take the cold medicine or, you know, whatever kind of medicine. Right. But yeah. at the same time, this this whole thing right here, I'm just not sold on it. You know, right. like I, 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 I think, honestly, I caught COVID six months ago when yeah. I was out on a road trip. And uh, I probably just felt bad one day and then moved all my life. Yeah, yeah. we, that's, we that's both. That's my guess. I, I can't prove it, but, you know. We both said that, that we think we because we both got pretty sick for a couple days. Yeah, after hanging out with somebody that we knew it had been exposed. And it was just like a day or two, and then we were fine. And we are like, yeah. oh, I probably had it. And I think, honestly, I think my daughter had it back before even, back in like January, before mm-hmm. they were even say it, before they even said it came to the United States, I'm pretty sure my daughter had it, because she got just like super sick yeah. for no reason. And it was just like a couple days, and she had like a 104 yes. fever, and she was back to normal. Yeah. What was that just yeah, COVID? It's just insane, dude. Because I, my, oh, I was gonna say COVID is insane because my, my buddy, he got it, he mm-hmm. had it, and he was out for a month. Mm-hmm. Really? Straight up was done. And this guy, he's he's jacked, mm-hmm. he's in great shape, plays soccer every day, like great health, and definitely not like I don't think he drinks, he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But when he got it for whatever reason, he was just in bed for a month. Wow. He said he felt awful. That's crazy. And I was like, man. And then you hear about some other people who get it, and they're like, oh, man, I had a cold this weekend, and yeah. it sucked, and mm-hmm. now I'm back to normal. So I don't know. I think we're going to look back on this, and we're going to realize that there was so much that we just did not know and yeah. did not understand. Yeah. And I just can't believe that 2020 you – know, I was reflecting on it. You know, 2020 was – it's this – you know, it's, it's it's May, God, May 2021. Wow. Right. And I was thinking about last year, and I'm like, man, we spent a good portion of last year just sitting inside. Yeah, that is insane. Well, yeah, we were talking about that early on, earlier in the episode, in the first half. That it's just like you hear of people that, like, literally say they haven't left their house, yeah, gone out to eat in a year. It's just like, just imagine the damage that's done to you psychologically, or to yeah. your kids, or to your your family. It's just, it's nuts. And and I feel like that's probably the goal is to break yeah. you down to build you back up to what they want you to be. 
I mean, that's that's a military tactic. That's right. what they do in boot camp. They break you and, down, and then they build you up to be what they want you to be. Yeah. And it's it's tragic that people take advantage of situations like this because let's face it, like again, I COVID is real. I don't. I'm not going to go down the route that I think right. it's not real. Right. People have died, and it's tragic that people have lost their loved ones, especially grandparents who haven't got to see their family because of these various regulations put in place. Yeah. Like I can't imagine if I was if if that if that if I was. 90 something years old and I can't see my kids and I know I'm on my deathbed and yeah. I, I can't see them yeah. like, that. I can't imagine that yeah, how, and the, all the life loss is just tragic, but it's mm -hmm. just how people responded to it. The powers that be, how they controlled it. It's just how is manipulated, man, how is manipulated politically. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. mean, I read a, a report that um, it was one of, it was like Biden's campaign, one of his campaign managers or somebody in his on his staff said that COVID-19 was the best thing that ever happened to Biden. Like, how fucked up is that to, no to say that? Like, politically, this is the best thing that's ever... Because that is what he won off of. Oh, yeah. He won off of um, the whole rhetoric that Trump ignored this yeah. all, that he tanked the, the economy, even though he right. didn't want to shut down the economy. And that's what he ran off of. So, yes, it was the best thing that happened mm -hmm. to him. But it it's shitty to think about that they use something so tragic as such a political tool. And they're still using it as yeah. a political tool. But, Justin, we are we do have more show to do. So I would love, oh, yeah, to, sure. I'd love to keep talking and going through stuff. But we have a few more things to cover. It's always great to have you on. Again, oh, thanks for having me back, guys. Yeah, man. Um, feel free to call in any time. I'm glad to still have you as a listener. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You got you guys do great. Your good live shows are all phenomenal. Keep up the great work, guys. All right. Thanks, Justin. Thank we'll you. talk to you next time. <laughs> all right. See ya. Yep. Bye. That was Justin. He's a longtime listener. I always love getting um his side of things because um he has a lot a lot of opinions, as yeah. we heard. I mean, he almost went off on a couple different tangents yeah. there, but we gotta bring this back. Um that I sent this to you, Bill, um, a couple days ago. Yeah. And I, I wanted to uh show this before we got back into this this is the whole derangement of this whole yeah um this whole <laughs> idea of getting vaccinated or the whole mindset the whole shaming mindset or whatever yeah. that's going on right now so let me try to pull this one up i always lose my freaking buttons when it's time to share here we go so this one it's just a meme it says and these are popping up from Facebook or from the CDC. I'm seeing these all over the place, yeah. and they're pissing me off. This one is this chick. She looks really sad, and the the get she boy, looks pissed. She looks pissed and bummed and irate or whatever. Um, the guy behind him and he behind her. I'm assuming is her boyfriend or husband. Says mimosas with the girls. You still aren't vaxxed, Deborah. Get vaxxed. Come on, Deborah. Get vaxxed <laughs> so you can enjoy like, mimosas with. Fuck the girls. off, Todd. <laughs> And I uh, have you been seeing these all over? Yes, yes, I have. These are just yes. fucking irritating. It's just like, oh, you want to have mimosas with the girls? You want things to go back to normal? Go get your vaccine. And it's, it's just a marketing campaign, is all this is. And I hate, like I was kind of talking with Justin, I hate when they turn the shit into a marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. It's like they, <laughs> you know, they have people sitting around like, how can we um, reach them? How can we like connect with them? Well, people want to go out and get drunk. Let's post this thing about yeah. 
Deborah not being able to have mimosas. It's just, <laughs> it, it, it just bothers me. It's it, propaganda. It is. It, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Do you think we have a um, head of propaganda? Oh, like I'm a sure. Propaganda czar out COVID. there that we don't know. Yes, <laughs> a propaganda, uh, a COVID propaganda czar. Yes. Um, who was it? Was it Gehring, the Nazi propaganda guy? Oh specialist? yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm sure that there's there's a. Somebody who's doing marketing for the vaccines, yeah, and this is part of the campaign. Which people don't understand. Marketing is just propaganda, especially yeah. when it comes to political marketing. It's just propaganda. Um, but we do have this article. We're going to have to cover this stuff quick because I didn't expect to talk that long with um, Justin, but I always love hearing from him, so I didn't want to come up, cut him off too short. So this article is called, um, let me see if I can find it. You sent me this. It says, masks reveal new social norms. What a difference a plague makes. And this is when I text you back. I'm like, social norms Mm -hmm. or social engineering or social experiment? (coughs) Says, the COVID-19 pandemic has rendered the behavior of most Americans unrecognizable. Handshakes have turned into elbow bumps. I still don't do elbow bumps. I don't either. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. I always hated when right Howie buddy when yeah. Howie Mandel yeah. did it. Howie Mandel yeah. was a germaphobe. Yeah, forever he did it yeah. on that uh, uh, Deal or No Deal. Right. Yeah, anytime a contestant would come up, he'd elbow bump him. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Socializing happens virtually, and now even our faces are becoming nearly unrecognizable as we don a mask in order to go out. Outside of an operating room or bank robbery, masks are not the norm in Western countries. At time, what? Did you have something? <laughs> I was just going to say outside of bank robberies. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wait, that's stereotyping bank robbers. <laughs> but I, I find it bizarre that banks require you to wear masks into I know. their banks. I know. We yeah. fortunately work for a couple that are still smart enough to say, don't wear a mask in yeah. here. Or yeah. at least pull it down yeah, when you, you come in. Pull it in. down to show the camera before you come in. Yeah. At times, face coverings, whether women's veils or bandanas worn by demonstrators, have sparked outright bans. In some parts of the U.S. during the pandemic, the requirement to put on a mask has brought about political protests, arrests, and even violence. A security guard in Michigan was killed after telling a customer to put on a mask. Wow, I didn't hear about that. What the hell? (laughs) Even for the large majority of Americans who are willing to follow public health guidelines, masks have become an adjustment. They can be hot and uncomfortable. They impede communication and cover identifying features. That pisses me off so bad when I'm trying to talk to somebody and they have a mask and I don't know what the hell they're saying. It pisses me off more when you have a mask on, they have a mask on, and there's plexiglass in between you. What What did you say? It's like Charlie. Yes. Um, It says, but weird behavior can become standard. Here it comes. Yep. And long-standing customs can change, behavioral scientists say. Half a century ago, the idea of dog owners should pick up their pet's waste was so controversial that in New York City, one prominent figure in the debate had a plastic bag of droppings thrown in her face at a public meeting. You see what they're doing here? They're comparing wearing masks, becoming normal, to picking up your dog's shit. Yeah. That's, That's where they're going with this. Says once upon a time, buying an airline ticket or booking a table at a restaurant, travelers had to choose between smoking and non-smoking sections. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Today, in most of the U.S., there is no such thing as smoking sections. To bring about such change, a new behavior must first ascend to the status of a social norm. Norms include both the uh, perception—perception perception, it's supposed to be perception, I think. 
uh, oh no, it's perception, of how a group behaves in a sense of social approval and censure of violating that conduct. The critical thing to lock in that norm is, is that you believe that other people expect you to do it. That's what I was telling you. Right. You walk into the gas station, and if you yeah. forgot a mask, even if the sign's not on the door, you feel that right. that pit in your yeah. stomach's like, they somebody's looking at me or is pissed off that I'm not wearing this. Yeah. Whether or not you agree with it or right. not, you yeah. can be all worked up like, fuck this, I'm not going to wear a mask. But I guarantee you, you walk in that gas station, you're like, Man, right. Shit, I, Try I to avoid should. eye contact. Yep. But yeah, I, I've I've often contemplated in my head like, okay, if someone approaches me, am I gonna be nice and be like, oh, I I'm sorry, I don't have a mask, or am I just gonna be like, fuck off? <laughs> this it this is that feeling you get that not right. locking eye contact. They're saying the critical thing to lock that in it as a norm is believing that people expect you to do it. Right. So it's uh, behavioral economists. I didn't even know that was a thing. A behavioral <laughs> economist? Makes sense. Scion Banat of Swarmouth, or Swarthmore College. <laughs> Never even heard of it. The expectation already exists in places such as hard-hit New York City, where those without masks are sometimes berated. The point is that masks don't just protect the wearer, they protect others. Such community-minding thinking fits with collectivist cultural mm-hmm. norms in parts of Asia. And I know this because my daughter... Back before the pandemic hit, she watches a lot of anime and yep. looks at the drawings and stuff. She wanted to order these like decorative masks. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's stupid. What do you? Yeah. It's a medical mask. I was yeah. like, what do you want that for? Well, it's cool. I was like, no, they wear that because the they're afraid of diseases yeah. and the air sucks there. Well, and that was one of the arguments I heard when they first started doing masks as well. Well, they do it in Japan and China all the time. That's what this is saying. It's like. Yeah. Such community-minding thinking fits with collectivist cultural norms. Again, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Certain Asian countries are collectivist societies, mm-hmm. not individualistic. It's like what's best for the norm. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're only as valuable as you are to right. the collective. But that's the mindset of the younger generation. It is. That's uh, what they're, they're College raising. age and such. I mean, that's what they... Well, isn't it best to do what's better for everybody rather than just the, the person, the individual? Yeah says, even in the more individualistic U.S., protecting others can serve as a powerful motivator. That's why they tell you not to kill grandma. In an effort to determine what message would encourage doctors to improve their hand-washing habits, a study found that signs near hospital sinks reminding them to protect patients by washing their hands were more effective than ones reminding them to protect themselves. Well, doctors not washing their hands, that's just gross. That's nasty. Similarly, the... Similarly, the first wave of evidence about the harms of smoking focused on damage to the smokers themselves and had no effect on smoking in public places. People thought individuals had the right to harm themselves. Uh, It really started to change once we realized the consequence of secondhand smoke. Do you have a right to damage kids at school, your colleagues at work, or the staff at a restaurant? I said, so far, 28 states in Washington, D.C. have said the answer is no and passed comprehensive smoke-free air laws. Social norms can change rapidly, says psychologist Katherine Sanderson of Amherst College, and it doesn't take everybody. In an online experiment conducted by researchers at University of Pennsylvania, subjects engaged in a social coordination to assign names to, to an object. The tipping point for achieving enough critical mass to initiate social change proved to be just 25% of participants. They became the social influencers, the trendsetters. That's why they go after, mm-hmm. like, Facebook. They go after the um, celebrities yeah. and uh, um, sports 
figures and people like yeah. that. The influencers. Yeah. Because you get, I mean, what other country has influencers the way yeah. the United States does? Oh, this is, okay, so do you remember the um, dad um, video that you sent uh to to me with the um the dad who got the new lawnmower and mm-hmm. are you a basic dad? Yep. yep okay, yep. you sent that. A friend of ours sent that to us like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw it. You s- resent it this like last month or two weeks ago or whatever, mm-hmm. because you're like, oh yeah, I remember this. This is funny. Okay, so I went and showed my wife that, and I was like, watch this. This is funny. When I showed it to her, they digitally entered a mask onto. The guy. What? Yes. When he was at the store but and when he just, was barbecuing. You just pulled the video that I had already sent you. Yes. You didn't go re-look it up? No. So that same video that I showed you at between, in that one day, yes. they digitally added, added a, mask a mask to it. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yes. And, and creepy? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. But anyway... This whole thing, I mean, they're talking about all the scientific ways to, like, influence behavior and change the social norms. All it is saying is we need to make masks the new social norm. It's not saying anything about we need to do this until vaccines or herd immunity or anything. It needs to be the new social norm. And it has nothing to do with with COVID. It's about it's, it's healthier and it's better for the collective if we're all wearing masks. Yeah, so... If you if you think for a second what what Biden is saying, you know we can go back to enjoying things if you all just get vaccinated. That's not the plan no. here. Scientific American says we need to make this a social norm, yeah. and a social norm isn't just a temporary thing. A social norm is something that's just yeah. it's here to stay. Right, and it, and like Justin said, this is all happened within a year. Right, right. It's bizarre. What else can they change within a year if they wanted to? Based on the fact that this is this is an emergency, this is people's lives at stake. Right, right. Well, you look at that's. I mean, they're they're calling everything a pandemic now. The pandemic right. of climate change, yep. the pandemic of yeah. um, of uh, poverty, or all, all this other stuff. I mean, yeah. in the name of right. I mean, they're trying to get rid of of plastic straws, right? right? And how many kids get upset if you get a plastic straw now because they they want you to get the nasty Have you ever paper used a, ones that get soggy and suck. Have you ever suck, used one of those? But not literally. Have you ever used one of those? Yes, and it, it's garbage. It's I like know. sucking on a sucker stick. I know. Stick. And like I said, it sucks but not literally. It's disgusting. Anyway, yeah, like you said, you that I that's why I say this is a social experiment. It is. It the is. The amount of time it's taken as Justin pointed out, which yeah. It wasn't even where I was going with this, but mm-hmm. one year, look at all yeah. the social norms that have completely right. changed. Like you said, people people mean mug you now. What can you get away with in less yeah. time or more time? Right. What's what? the next shoe that's going to drop? Right. So I wanted to talk a little about the whole psychological damage mm-hmm. of all this shit because, I mean, that comes back to my point that I said with Justin— Breaking you down and building you back up to this social norm. Like, you got to break people's yeah. spirits first before you can build them back up. Absolutely. You got to, like, keep them in this, like, high-stress, tense state for so long for them to finally be like, okay, fine, right. fine, just give us back some source sense of normalcy here. You have to do that because 
look at the pushback now. Yeah, we are seeing more people pushing back against the mask, but look at the pushback now compared to what it was a year ago. Right. A year ago, there was so many more people saying, fuck that, I'm not wearing a mask, that's mm -hmm. stupid. And now mm -hmm. the majority of people just out of habit just yeah. throw on a mask. How many yeah. cars do you walk by that has, instead of a dream catcher hanging from the mirror, they have a freaking mask mm -hmm. hanging from the mirror? So this first one grossed me out the worst. It's from um, usnews.com. It says, hands of love, warm latex gloves, mimic human oh, touch God. for COVID-19 patients in Brazil. So this is Brazil. This ain't here. But still, mimicking warm human touch for COVID-19 patients. With, with warm latex with, gloves. Yeah. So it says... Um, in Sa uh, Sao Carlos, Brazil, the fight against COVID-19 is a lonely one is a lonely one with patients forced into isolation in intensive care wards removed from family and friends. Breaking you down completely. I mean, mm -hmm. how much of recovery is mental? Right. It's yeah, like 90%, I would say. You take away so everything that people love and then throw them in these gross conditions mm -hmm. and isolation and then wonder why people are dying yeah says two nurses in a small city of sao carlos in sao paulo state have discovered a way to help with a millimeter of latex and some warm water that mimics a human touch do you think that's really going to help do you think that's really going no. to make a difference here no. have this freaking <laughs> warm glove on my face oh that feels so like a warm touch <laughs> Same people that believe that blow-up dolls are a nice <laughs> solution to a woman's touch, right? Maybe they should. We sh they should fill blow-up dolls with warm water. And Maybe that might actually that make would a increase huge cells. difference. Yes. Um, says Semi Araujo Cunha and Vanessa Fermentin uh, improvise a technique they call "Little Hands of Love" while working in the Santa Felicia Emergency Care Unit. They fill latex medical gloves with warm water in a hospital shower, tying them off like water balloons. Kunha demonstrated how she puts the gloves on an unconscious man fighting for his life against COVID-19, placing one glove on each side of the hand. The patient feels comforted as if someone were holding hands with them. Just hold you just his hold his hand. hand. Yes. <laughs> you, uh, you have latex <laughs> gloves on. It <laughs> You're already touching him for other reasons. It, you know, it reminds me of that video you shared about the the, the hacks where they're doing like the, these elaborate hacks yeah. to, to put on socks or or to like open a can or something, and then the guy just looks at it, he's like he just opens a can. It's like or puts a sock on his yeah, foot. exactly. It's like just hold his freaking hand. You're it's a like, nurse. Jeez. Yeah, you have the millimeter thick latex. Yeah. You have the warmth of your hand. And, and COVID is does not. It doesn't go through. Touch. It, no. It's not transmitted through touch, it, especially through latex gloves that you're already wearing. <laughs> the man is one of several patients sharing a small <laughs> hospital room, each person hooked to an array of machines tracking their vitals with a cacophony of beeps and alarms. Thank you for that. Two nurses developed the method about a month ago. As It's like, like the fucking invention to blow out candles. It's like, <laughs> it's just a fan, dude. It's a fan. <laughs> uh, 
The two nurses developed the method a month ago as the current brutal surge of COVID-19 was gaining speed. Brazil is now leading the world in daily average COVID-19 deaths and is second only to the U.S. in total death toll. Warming patient's hand has several benefits beyond the emotional support. There is no emotional support in holding a freaking warm water balloon. I'm sorry. There's not. I don't know. I've never tried it, to be honest. <laughs> it can include increased blood flow. I can understand that side of it. If they're saying, hey, putting like warm bags on them increases right, right. blood flow. Yeah. But you can't tell me that they're feeling comforted by this warm water balloon. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Try it tonight. Just fill out a warm water balloon, put it in your hands, and see if you feel comforted. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's just the asinine ideas people are coming up with. I hope they get rich off this. Do you remember the plastic shields they were putting at grandparents' doors with the plastic sleeves? They could reach out and hug their their grandkids? Yeah. Again, this comes back to what kind of psychological damage does that do to a a kid? Like, oh, I must be gross. Like, a kid doesn't understand a pandemic, regardless of how much you explain it to him. It's like, well, grandma has to have this shield, this barrier between you. So you don't kill her. You reach through the freaking, like, plastic sleeves, and now, oh, we can hug grandma. So you don't kill grandma. Yeah. It's just fucking with kids' brains. Yeah. Like, completely messing with their brains. Here's one thing that I think would blatantly mess with people's brains. Let me find this article. This is somebody I know on Facebook. I'm not going to mention her name because she didn't give me permission to to do this, but I feel like this needs to be talked about. This is just somebody I know. She says, this is here in Iowa. So, I mean, things are a little, like we say, laxer here in Iowa. But it says, last week our school board voted to make masks optional, which is cool. Today I found out that they're making kids at the elementary school line up separate Masked kids in one line, unmasked in the other. What's that going to do? That's yeah. immediately like segregating right. your kids. Yeah. That's like saying black kids on this side, white kids on this yeah. side. Then it goes on to say, someone tried to tell me it's for contact tracing purposes and that the masked kids wouldn't have to quarantine if somebody came up positive. Is that anything what they've been telling us the last year? No, not at all. Because how many times do you wear a mask in a place and they're like, well, so-and-so had this, so you might Mm -hmm. have to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Says, but that's not the CDC guidelines. Mask or not, within six feet longer than 15 minutes is supposed to quarantine, so that doesn't make any sense. Not sure how I'm feeling about all this nonsense. I'm sure I how I feel. Oh, yeah. It's all bullshit. It is. And it's, again, imagine being the kid that... Does that can't wear a mask yeah. or doesn't wear a mask having to be separated from yeah. all his what do you think the other kids yeah, and what privileges are the masked kids gonna get that the unmasked kids don't sure. right? Well, think about it. Like you had said, kids are coming home and telling yeah. like pressuring their parents to wear a mask. Right. What kind of pressure is being put on those kids that aren't wearing masks at right. the school? They're gonna want to wear masks. Yeah. Right? I mean it's because they don't want they don't want their friends to look down on them. Yeah, I mean just you know there's gonna be you know how brutal kids can oh, be yeah, in school. Right. What what do you think the level of yeah. um, shaming, mass shaming happens at schools then? Yeah. Even if it's a school that doesn't require masks yeah. like this, yeah. you know, half or 50-50 isn't going to, and yeah. they're going I to mean, be I mean, the, the teacher who's down. implementing that has to know that they're, they're causing damage to those yeah. kids. Yeah, and do they care is the real question. Yeah. So... I wanted to keep you had um talked about 
you had sent me some stuff about the vaccine passports themselves. Oh, yeah. We are running and short on time. Sure. So Real quick, questions. I just want to mention, um, and I had talked to you about a psychological study that was done back in the early 60s. Okay, yeah, I wanted um, you to talk yeah. about that. And uh, where this teacher wanted to show like the harm of, of racism. Mm-hmm. And so she took these kids and she separated them by brown eyes and blue eyes. Right. And so she started out and said, we're going to do this thing. And uh, we're going to say that uh, all the kids with brown eyes, they're smarter, they're faster, they're um, they're better looking. You know, they so we're going to let them have more privileges. Right. Right. And so the brown eyed kids were looking down on the blue eyed kids. Right. And okay. and there's kids with blue eyes. I mean, they're serious, serious, like like self-esteem issues. Right. Uh-huh. Like kids crying like. I wish I was born with brown eyes, you know, that stuff that like that. so fucked up. So then the next day, the teacher switched it. I was wrong. Kids with brown eyes are not better. It's the kids with blue eyes that are smarter and are, are cleaner and, you know, speak better and stuff. Instantly swapped, right? Brown-eyed kids devastated. Right. Blue-eyed kids all of a sudden held the superiority over the brown-eyed kids. I mean, it was just like that. And this is exactly what they're setting up in this situation. Like, just imagine what just a day in a oh, developing yeah, brain just a day in a developing day an ex a freaking psychological yeah. experiment that you did on a kid like that yeah. I, I sent you the link youtube you should watch it later I it's will. like a six minute video it's just blow your mind yeah just imagine the damage that did yeah. like just that day did to the kids but then imagine again the damage that separating kids based on beliefs like right. mask beliefs yeah. or or things like this or the vaccinated kids yeah. now get to go outside for recess and well, not wear a mask well, or that, they get to that's go do all it is is it's gonna it's gonna shame those kids to want to wear masks and get the vaccine so mm-hmm. they can be just like their friends you know so yeah. nothing's wrong with them yeah it's 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 just an experiment it's it it's psychological damage yeah. in my opinion you first got the fact that, hey, we're telling kids, hey, we can't go see grandma because you might kill her. Yeah. And then we're doing stuff like this, like separating them in yeah. the schools based on who's doing what or who's wearing what mask, who's vaccinated, who's not ma- vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, at a developing age, that can do some serious shit. Yeah. Talk about PTSD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So I, I did want to get into this stuff that you had sent me about the vaccine passports real quick because yeah. we are almost out of time here. Um, causing possible segregation. Go ahead and read it because I'm right, not seeing right, this right. one. Sorry, so we'll get our shit right. together. Um, so this one is. Um, it says New York's vaccine passport app raises concerns about digital segregation. Mm. One in every five New Yorkers has gotten at least one dose of a COVID nineteen vaccine as of this week. That is far from the herd immunity needed to beat back the pandemic. But it is enough for governments to sketch out plans for restoring some version of pre-pandemic life. One of those options is a vaccine passport. New York State is piloting a smartphone app called Excelsior Pass to verify a person's vaccination status or a recent negative COVID-19 test for entry into events at the Barclay Center or Madison Square Garden. Okay, first, let's pause. Yep. I don't know where this is going yet because I haven't read it clearly. Yes. But when it comes down to voter IDs and stuff, that's racist because people don't have access to the internet. But we need them to get the smartphone app to prove that they have vaccines. Right. Yeah. So you don't have a smartphone. Do you see the conflict here? Yeah. How one is racist, but the other couldn't possibly be racist? Yeah. 
Anyway, keep going. All right. Developed in partnership with IBM, the state program is a micro version of what international leaders have started demoing in the European Union, China, and Israel. All pieced together some type of digital proof of vaccination in a bid to reopen business and allow international travel. The concept of a vaccine passport isn't new, per se, but storing one on your phone or the Internet cloud would be a technological achievement. From a digital standpoint, this will be unprecedented. Bruce Lee, not the Bruce Lee. Damn it. A public health policy expert of the City University of New York said, For decades, the World Health Organization has issued so-called yellow cards, technically named the International Certification of Vaccination or Prophylaxis. Oh, God. <laughs> to show proof of immunizations for entry into some countries. A group of researchers recently penned an editorial in the International Journal of Infectious Disease arguing authorized COVID-19 vaccines should also be included in WHO's vaccine certificate. The WHO is working on a digital certificate the for who? COVID. The WHO. <laughs> Damn, I wish it was the WHO. Right? <laughs> Um, but said in February that authorities shouldn't require such a pass for international travel due to ethical concerns, and given it's unclear if the vaccines fully stop the virus transmission. President Joe Biden federal agencies in January executive order to assess the feasibility of linking a digital verification to the existing international paper certificate. U.S. airlines are pushing his administration to establish a system. The best implementation would involve national leadership because it could ensure that everyone uses a recognizable standard, according to Lee, who is also the executive director of public health informatics, computational and operational research, or FICOR. Otherwise, the country could end up with a different system in all 50 states. God forbid. Right. The state, we leave this to the states. We have to federalize it like everything else to make sure there's not confusion. <laughs> right, because the government always helps. Yes. A frustrating pattern in the country's pandemic response that public health experts have criticized as confusing and chaotic. New York's Excelsior program works like a mobile airline boarding pass, according to Governor Cuomo's office. Oh, great. Yes. It has a code. A QR code. Yep. Sorry, I thought that was a... That's scratch on my phone. It's one of those like uh, yeah, I know. those little dot 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 <laughs> QR code. code that could be scanned and printed out. The software is not available in app stores yet because it is still in testing stage. The app permits a user. Okay, let's see. You know what um, else is still in testing stage? COVID. The vaccine. Yes. Uh, there's a feeling that the vaccines probably protect against transmission, protect against being uh, infected or shredding, shedding the virus. Lee said, but he said more research is needed to verify the level of protection. All right, I'm still looking for the segregation part here. Okay. There's a lot of reason to believe that it would enforce digitalized segregation, building on our segrega segregated medical infrastructure. The, um, let's see, an advocacy group sharply critical of the state's announcement about Excelsior. Blockchain can provide some privacy protections, but it's hardly foolproof and no. it's hardly protective across the board. No, you think having a smart cell phone, smartphone app blatantly displaying all your medical information, blockchain or not, you don't think that somebody's going to get their hands on that oh, data I, yep. and use that data? That's, he fears the technology would be yet another form of government surveillance that would have the possibility of politicizing the vaccine. Not the possibility. It absolutely will oh, be politicizing be. the vaccine, yes. just yes. like everything else that's been going on has been politicizing this vaccine and COVID. Yes. 
Um, let's see. Um, it would also exasperate the digital divide under a model requiring electronic proof of vaccination for everyday life, not just traveling abroad. Uh, let's see. S. Matthew Liu, the director of the Center of Bioethics at New York University's Public Health. Nobody has short titles anymore. No. Said that socially economic and racial disparities in the vaccination campaign so far would put certain communities at a disadvantage if the lack of a vaccine passport keeps individuals from traveling, going about daily life, or getting a job. We want to make sure that everybody has access to the vaccines and then roll out the passport, Lou said. But he also suggested that it could be a motivator for people to get the shot. That See, right there. Right there. Well, it could lead to racial disparity, but it could also be a good thing and lead people, more people yep. to get the shot. And that I, could be a good thing because we need to achieve herd immunity. I think he's going in the wrong direction yeah, here. I know. With he was the, going one way, and then all he said, but that could be great. Well, even with the segregation thing where he's saying how not everybody has access to the medical issues— how many times have they said not everybody has access to the internet or not everybody has access to smartphones yeah. or what have you? So, well, obviously the government would have to nationalize some kind of cell phone, like Obama phones. <laughs> yep, like Obama phones. I, I, I don't know. I think there's already a segregation going on here. There like, is. like I said, the elitists are getting well better care. Oh yeah, they're getting the shots well ahead in advance you had sent me an article where hollywood elites are flying and offering like ten thousand dollars to get vaccines to places that are offering them or they're dressing up as like normal everyday people trying to get in lines to get these vaccines just because they feel like they should be able to because they're the elitists right they're needed they are important They, they are they are obviously because we allow Sport events to continue to play throughout the entire year, whether or not the stadiums are packed or not, that doesn't matter because they're allowed to play, but high schoolers were not allowed to play. They are now, I think. Yeah, they are now. But they weren't allowed to last year. But college and pro, the the two things that actually make money, were allowed to happen. But you couldn't go and watch them in the stadium. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Or you could only, like, one or two people could go watch it. Or didn't you had to like sneak your kid in to watch your yeah, daughter yeah. dance because for a dance competition, there each each dancer is only allowed um, two family members, and so yeah, we had to sneak my my five year old son in. Well, you should have just left him out in the parking lot. I know, right? I mean, or left him with the guard. How and dare like, hey, you? Can you watch my kids? How dare you risk grandmas by bringing <laughs> right. your five year old in? Right. You should have left him in the car with the window cracked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what you were thinking, you selfish piece of shit. I know. I know. Anyway, we didn't. We're well over our time here. I know, but it's it's. There um, was so much more I wanted to even talk about. I know. I know. Just think of a <laughs> the politicization of this. Yeah. Which is all it's been. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, like I said, that said, "Oh, this is the best thing that ever happened to Biden." Hands down, it was absolutely. Obviously, it was politicized. Yeah, he would not be president if it was not for COVID. B the the shift. In social norms that they are pushing. They're not pushing, hey, um, get this so we can get back to normal. They're yep. pushing for completely different norms. Yeah. And uh, one major portion of those norms is conformity. Yeah. And like you said, it's, it's a social experiment. What's the next shoe that's going to drop? Mm-hmm. What's the next conformity they're going to push on people to make them comply? Even if the new social, normal, or n- new social norm isn't mass, like that one article was saying, the new so- social norm is compliance. Mm-hmm. Like, do what we say to keep you safe. Yeah. Do what we say 
because of science. The science says this, even though, like we said, they backpedaled on the science so many times, but yeah. people are still like, well, they're saying this, though so it must be right. Well, but they were saying well, that it survived on cardboard yeah. and transmitted on cardboard for up to two weeks, yeah. six months ago. Well, and I was talking to somebody a couple weeks ago, and I had said, look, my, my issue with the vaccine is that it's not absolute. It's not tested. Mm-hmm. It's There's no real proof that it does anything. There's no no idea what the long-term effects are going to be. And their response is, well, no science is absolute. But okay. trust the science. But but it's not absolute. So I, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna. I, I would prefer to risk my life with a a virus where my my survivability rate is point zero zero six percent over a vaccine that I don't know what the fuck it's going to do to my body. Right. That they don't even know if we're going to have to keep taking it yeah. for years right. from now or, or how it's, it's going to last in the long term. Yeah. It could seriously get all entwined and mutate. My tequila, and that would really piss me off. Fuck that. <laughs> How many scientists or medical doctors pushed cigarettes yeah. back in the 40s and 50s right. as in all, like a stress relief yeah. or, or weight loss or what have you? How many of them said, trust the science, trust yeah. the science, cigarettes are good for you? Yeah. Then come 60s. Yeah. Obviously, it's bad for you. Or now. how often do they go back and forth over coffee, mm-hmm. right? Or eggs. Or eggs. Or, or, or red bread. Meat. Or red meat. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know. And when something's fast track like that and overly politicized at the same time, exactly, it is hard for, yeah, free thinking you individuals. You throw politics and science in the same bed together, and I'm sorry, I'll I'll go a different way. Right, right. And again, I'm not going to bash on you if you did take the vaccine. No. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you you do what you feel like you need to do, <clears throat> or what's right for your family or yeah. your loved ones. Like Justin was saying. His his elderly parents got yeah. vaccinated, and he was fine with that. Yeah. But he hasn't been because he's fine with that. Yeah. And, like, we got to learn to live together. But yeah. it's not going to be like that. Right. I think the whole shame thing is going to be a bigger deal. Well, and again, the, uh, the, the, the uncertainties with the vaccine. Okay, you're going to get the vaccine, but it might not protect you from getting the va- getting it from somebody else. So... You should probably stay away from people and still wear a mask. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, okay, why get the vaccine if it's not going to keep me safe from someone else who has COVID, right? Or who does not have the vaccine. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Right. None of it makes sense. No. But my closing statement on this is, and I, I had the, it was like a a doctor's article that he, it was like a scientific paper he had wrote. It was back in 2017, long before any of this stuff came out, but there was still this big like anti-vaxxer movement right. going on. Um, he had wrote this thing saying, well, what if would a solution to this be normalizing, shaming anti-vaxxers from a government level is what he was saying. Yeah. Like, let's normalize shaming this. Like, you think that this is going to be bad now? Na- you think it's bad now? They were talking about it back then, long before COVID. Mm-hmm. It's going to become the new thing. Like, let's let, just start shaming them. Yeah. Let's yeah. just start pushing this whole well, shame mentality. Well, was, it, uh, was it two years ago where there was, a, like, a measles outbreak at Disney World? And that was about that time yeah, frame. Yeah, and they were trying to say that, uh, you know, that they were going after these anti-vaxxer parents mm-hmm. and saying, you know, like... You know how how dare you? Like you know, this is still around because of you and your kids and you. Shame. You know your views and yeah. Shame goes gets so much done. Mm-hmm. Look at 
again, God forbid, let's take a look at Greta Thunberg again. Oh, yeah. Like her whole, how dare you yeah, thing. How dare you. It was all a shame tactic, yeah, is absolutely. all it was. Like, you, you, my my generation is going to die. Yeah. How dare you. Well, I, I guarantee that video was shown in public schools all over the country. Oh, absolutely. Or the world, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. So, shame goes a long way. The psychological breakdown of an entire... Society is yeah. what this is. Starting at the school level. Yeah. Yeah. You start at the bottom and work its way up. They they shame their parents. You know, their yeah. parents feel bad. They start doing what they think they need to do. We are well over our time. Yeah. I wish we could keep talking about this, but we're well over our time. We want to hear your comments. Comment in the, the comment section is always going to be open on this video. Also in the Facebook forum, which is uh, Break the Bell Forum. Go find it. Um, invite yourself in, and if you don't look like a freaking person trying to sell us something, um, we'll let you in. Uh, leave your comments. Let us know what you think. Maybe we're way way off base and selfish in this. We are individualistic country as of right now, and like you said, there is a push to become more of a less individualist, yeah, more, more of a collectivist. collectivist. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's. I mean. Things are going to change, and I, I see it coming, and this, this push is just the beginning of it. So we're going to get out of here. Check us out all over social media. As always, you can find us all over at Break the Bell Pod, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things, MeWe, Parlor. Just find us. Um, talk to us. Share us around. Spread this stuff around. Share it with your friends. It, and, again, if you do disagree with us, let us know because we're not right in everything, and we don't even necessarily – think we i we're not we're not trying to make you feel bad for thinking another way we right. just don't like being <laughs> the whole concept of changing society for political gain yeah so yep. that's about all i got for today you got anything else i think we covered it we could keep going down this road for a while yes uh join us back here next week as always live at 7 p.m central standard time every monday otherwise check us out for the weekend wrap up when we just talk about everything else that's going on throughout the week where we just wrap up the week um get back in here otherwise just keep on talking goodbye talking. peace the break the bell podcast is brought to you by you so pat yourself on the back because without you we would be talking to ourselves a special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media, On the Run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast, and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.